What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Masters of the Cultureverse. I'm your friendly neighborhood blurred, Caleb Edward Edley, here with my co-host as always, the invincible Clay Stroman. How's it going, Clay? It's going pretty well, Caleb. How you living? Oh, you know, same old, same old. Just coming off some PTO, getting back in that work grind, you know? Just, uh, what, work a week and then get back on PTO for Christmas? <laughs> Um, I actually didn't take off that much for Christmas, so I get Christmas Eve off and then Christmas Day, and then I got to go back to work that Monday. So, all right. But I took off well, a lot of random days in January because I had some PTO to burn. At least you're giving yourself some time, man. You got to work-life balance. That's that's the key. It's, it's what it's all about, man. What about you? What have you been up to? Um, not a whole lot. Uh, I have been working. Mm-hmm. My PTO will start next week, so I'm just, you know, banging it out for the rest of the month here, just waiting for uh, the holidays. How long did you take off? Um, I have like four days off around Christmas. I've got a couple of days off around New Year's. There you go. That's yeah. nice. That's nice. Always yeah. good. I've got some days to burn, so I'm I'm just gonna kind of load up the the back end of the year here and make it happen because they do not carry over. Not mine this year. neither. I hate that. Mm-hmm. And, but luckily, mine doesn't restart. Our fiscal year starts in February. I don't know. Yours is probably January. Yeah, ours restarts in January. Yeah. I don't know why ours is in February. I think that might be a bank thing. I'm not sure. Maybe. I don't know anything about banks. I don't either. I just work with them every day. Yeah, I just... I don't. You just give them so your I'll, money. So I'll defer to you, even though you don't know either. Hey, it's uh, not a bad plan. What you been uh, reading? What you watching? Um, I actually went through the Queen's Gambit pretty recently. I've heard that was Have good, and chess sales are a through the roof. Which makes sense because after the first episode, I told Leo, like, dude, this makes me want to just buy a chess set. And he said, that's exactly how I felt. <laughs> so You guys are not alone. The rest of the world feels the same way. Yeah, yeah. So I, I will be, I think, making a last-minute addition to my Christmas list. I'll throw a chess set on there, um, and uh, I think I'm going to start playing chess. I do nice. know how to play. I'm a little bit rusty. It's been a long time, but sure. um, the show, I mean, the show is dope. It it really, like, if you hadn't played chess before, you can watch the show and learn a good amount of chess. Mm, you um, hear that, Jessica? She doesn't know how to play chess. I've tried to teach her, but... Shoot. I mean, after she watches this show, we might be calling her Jessica. Ooh, Jessica, I like that. Um, not to brag, I've been I've been playing chess. For, no, I haven't been playing chess that long. But I've been looking for this chess uh, set that I saw in Criminal Minds. It's got to be at least eight years ago. But it's like a travel chess set, and it's like a little box, and you open it up, and the pieces are on the inside. But then on the board, there's like little holes that hold the pieces so that when you're traveling and it's like moving it doesn't fall mm-hmm. over i saw this on an episode of criminal minds i was like oh that's perfect i would love to have that i've amazoned it i've googled it i cannot find this thing anywhere the ones that you find are probably all the like magnetic ones yeah, yeah. but i don't want the magnetic ones because i feel like they're not strong enough right. magnets to like really hold it on there but the peg and like sticking it in there that would be key that's the move right there. Yeah. Hey, I'll uh, I'll look around for you a little bit. Maybe oh. maybe um that'll be a surprise Christmas gift for me. Oh, I appreciate but I that. I guess not anymore since I just mentioned it. Well, I will not expect anything, so I will be surprised if it comes. Cool. Awesome. Sounds good. I guess we'll see how it plays out. <laughs> awesome. Um I haven't really been watching that much stuff. 
I've been watching a lot of YouTube videos on trucks because I want I want a new car. Well, I want a truck. I want to okay. sell my car and get a truck. What kind so of been, truck are you looking at? Well, I've been looking at these 21 F-150s, the Lariat edition. Those look pretty nice. Also, Steve, he's got that Chevy, and mm-hmm. it's really nice. And so I've been like looking at comparison videos and trying to figure out what I really want. And I want to do as much information as I or research rather as I can before I actually like go and talk to them because I know I know salesmen and they'll just try to sell. I want to like have my own opinion and then go in and actually sure. see it and then really like sure. hardcore driving. You got to be able to um, hold your ground or you'll get torn yeah. apart on one of those used car lots. Oh, for sure. Wait. Yeah. They're like vultures. I don't, no, not vultures. What is what is something predatory? They're like hyenas. Hyenas are kind of like vultures. That wasn't English. I've also watched. Okay. I've also, I don't know. I've also watched The Prom. You, you know that movie? Netflix? Mm, not familiar. Is it new? Okay. Yeah, it's pretty new. I can't remember if it came out this week or last week, but... I watched it because James Corden, he he's in it. He's been getting a bunch of shit. So okay, I did a, I did see that one up there. Yeah, it he's it was getting brought, shit, huh? He's getting shit. Yeah, he's getting shit, getting shit on, getting pissed, people pissed off. Um, so it's a Broadway musical, and they've made it a movie. Ryan Murphy, American Horror Story, Glee, mm-hmm. Scream Queens, all that. He made it. He made the movie, directed it, screenplayed it, all that good shit. And James Corden plays a gay guy in it. And people are like mad. They're like, oh, he's just playing a stereotype of a gay guy. Why couldn't they get like an actual gay actor and blah, blah, blah. And I watched it. I was like, he's not really doing anything different than what I would expect James Corden to do normally. Like he's James Corden's Uh pretty flamboyant on his own. Yeah, so I, th- I I don't know much about James Corden, but I think I thought he was gay. I, I did too until I, um, I don't know what I was looking at, but he was mentioning his wife. And I was like, oh, I thought he was gay. But hmm. but okay. people are mad. I watched the movie. But I, guess, I guess he makes a poor gay guy. I thought he was fine. I thought the movie was fine. It's... Uh, it's obvious it's obvious they didn't change too much from the broad because like plays have certain structures that like don't really translate all that well to film and you kind of see it in the movie some they it looks like they didn't change too much but i mean it was it was fine for like a one-time watch like i I probably won't watch it again but i don't feel like my time was wasted okay yeah i don't know that i'll be tuning into that it doesn't really seem like something you would watch so i'm not surprised yeah, I didn't make it through the the theater program like you, so I don't really have the uh, the theater gene there. Hey, hey, if I remember correctly, in high school, you were in drama one. I was, yeah, I was in the Christmas play. You um, were Ken. Speaking of speaking of the holidays, yes, I was Ken in a play that I convinced you to let me take from you because she originally had given me a role in um, whatever the big main one was. It was the you it's know, like a the, spoof on um, a Christmas Carol. A Christmas, yeah, a Christmas Carol. So I, <laughs> I had been cast as what, like the ghost of Christmas Past or one of those boys, and uh, I think you were Scrooge, homie. No, 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 no. I would have taken Scrooge because I would have been a star. Oh, you know what? Um, no, no, that little short guy. He was Scrooge. Yes, you. We 
you yeah, were yeah. one of the ghosts. I remember. Mm-hmm. So she, yeah, she, she cast me as one of the ghosts and I realized upon being cast and getting the news that I would be on stage for probably like 20 minutes during this play or something like that. <laughs> and uh, meanwhile, you had got cast the streamlined, uh, only a few minutes long role of Ken. And uh, I knew how much, you know, you liked acting. So, yeah, but you know, I, I, I figured I would float, float the idea. Hey, man, you know, what if we just switch? You know, this role is so much bigger. You can be such more, you know, so much more of a superstar in this role. Sure. You know, I'll just take Ken off your hands. It's no big deal. And uh, the rest is history. The reason I had such a small role, though, was because I was also assistant directing and directing a lot of those skits. So I needed more free time. But yes, I, I do. <laughs> Not on my watch. Not on your watch. <laughs> But it, it happened. It went off without a hitch, as far as I remember, and as far as the listeners know. So it was a great performance that you missed. Yeah, and then I got a um, two-page full spread in the newspaper of my junk when I was Ken, sitting in that car that for some reason did not have a front on it. I think I thought the car had a front. It didn't, so everybody was just looking at my crotch on stage. I forgot about the newspaper. Yes, that was fantastic. Yeah. Please tell me you still Your have book. a copy. Your book. It was the yearbook. Yearbook, yeah. Oh yes, yearbook. I'll yeah, just yeah. go. Yeah, which was which is even stupider. Literally, color two pages, huge picture of my junk. And I was wearing yep, um, yep, yep. your Good shirt. Times. I was wearing your shirt. You had given me a pink polo. The shirt pink polo, wear. right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Nice. Oh my those gosh. Were the days. <laughs> those those were some we, days. Now we are. Those were days. Uh, this is a Mas- series of days it was this is masters of the cultureverse you can find us on apple Podcasts, spotify and youtube hi youtube um, make sure you follow us on instagram at masters.cultureverse send us an email masters.cultureverse at gmail.com clay we've got two emails today that is a record for us whoa okay are we blowing up i i don't want to jinx it but i think we might be okay all right what we got Let- Let's get into this first email. This email is from Katie. It says, Hi, Caleb and Clay. I am your new biggest fan. Do you guys have a fan base name yet? You know, like Justin Bieber's fans are called Believers, or Lady Gaga's fans are called Little Monsters. If you don't, you, you guys better come up with one soon. After listening to your last podcast, and only podcast I've listened to so far, I would like to share my top three fave Christmas movies. Please don't judge. I am known for my very poor taste in movies. Only one movie is really a classic Christmas movie. The other two just happened to occur during Christmas time? She put three question marks after that. All right. Number one, The Santa Claus. Number two, Just Friends. And number three, Daddy's Home 2. Okay, just thought I would share. Can't wait to listen to the next podcast. Bye, guys. Great work. Sincerely, your newest MOTC listener, Katie. Thanks, Katie. Damn. Shouts to Katie, the realist. Yes, major shout-outs. Um, I don't think that that's poor taste in Christmas movies. I mean, Santa Claus is is really good. Just Friends is a is a really funny movie. Daddy's Home 2, I don't know if I've seen that one. I've seen that's the first in, one. That one's a pretty interesting choice because, first of all, I've never seen it. Second of all, I didn't know that Daddy's Home had a sequel. And third of all, I didn't know that that was one of our Christmas movies now. Yeah, no, Daddy's Home, it's got Mel Gibson. He plays Mark Wahlberg's dad. I don't remember who plays Will Ferrell's dad. Okay. Oh, that's right. It's their dads. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. But I can't remember who out. plays Will Ferrell's dad. Um, <clears throat> but again, yeah, Mel Gibson was in a movie. Interesting. <laughs> a, a fairly recent movie. Um, about that name though, we don't have a name. We don't have like a Beliebers or Little Monsters. We're gonna have to. No, get I think at one point we said something about like acolytes of the culture verse, but I think that's a little too involved. We need something a little bit, something a bit more short. fun, a little bit flirtier. Culture versians. No, no, that's not it. That's not it. Mm, no. <laughs> it, by the way, it's John um, Lithgow who plays Will Ferrell's dad. Okay, cool. That cool. was gonna bother me if I didn't look it up. Culture. Culturites? Culturites. Culturists. Culturists. Culture, culturers. Culture, no. we'll, we'll, we'll workshop it. We'll come up with something. Yeah, I think this is this is very much a work in progress, but the gears are turning. The seed's been planted. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, shoot, we can't let people listen to this without having an identity of their own. Exactly. What What are we thinking? What are we doing here? Um, yeah, we'll, we'll work on that. We'll come back with something next week. Okay. Our second email is from Jessica. She just sent her three favorite movies. She didn't say hi, nothing. So thanks for that. Number okay, one. Pretty informal there. <laughs> Very. Who does she think she, she is, is? Is she dropping down the ranks of our, our best fans? I don't know. Fans? That. I, don't, I don't know about that. Clay said that. Not me. Um, it, it was one. me. I'll take the blame. <laughs> number one, the Santa Claus. Number two, Santa Claus is coming to town. Number three, Elf. Sleeper pick, Christmas with the Cranks. Interesting. We have some of the same movies. Actually, most of the same movies. And we I did not look at her picks before I did my picks. But those are good picks. Hmm. Sounds like Christ- fate to me. It, well, it might be. Christmas with the Cranks is the only one I would be like, eh, I could take it or leave it. Yeah. No opinion? What's your list looking like? I mean, I'm, I'm the same way. I oh, you wanna... I'm with you. Gotcha. I can't tell you're kind of you've been freezing up a little bit, so I can't tell if you're freezing or if you just have nothing to say sometimes. Um, okay, I think I just paused there and didn't speak for a little bit. Okay, okay, um, I'm just. Am checking. I still freezing? No, no, no. This was like before I read the emails, but I didn't want to say anything until just now. Apparently. Cool. 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 All right, I think you and me we should go like five, five, four, four, three, three. Okay. So. Okay. My number five pick is the Polar Express. I think it's a classic, you know, got the little boy. He doesn't know if he believes. Then he gets to meet Santa. He gets his bell. I've got my bell. I rode the Polar Express a couple years ago. It was a great, Mm -hmm. great, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Experience. I'm sure I've got the bell laying around somewhere. My mom's probably got it in one of the Christmas boxes. And now it probably is just like part of everything. Um, Sure. That one is, that one is on my list. So my list is a little bit, I made my list a little bit unorthodox on purpose, and you'll you'll see as I go through it. So, number five, I'm going with Nightmare Before Christmas. Okay, I've never really gotten into that one. Um, I've tried to watch it a couple times. Don't think I've watched it all the way through. It's just not my cup of tea. And I oh, like Timber. I think you should maybe give it another shot. When's the last time you mm-hmm. tried it? I don't know, like four or five years ago. I think it's time. It's time for <laughs> okay. another go around. Every yep. four, every time we change presidents, I'll I'll give Nightmare Before Christmas another shot. Exactly, it's like a new era. All right. Mm-hmm. Anything else you want to say about that? Um, no, I mean, ever since I was a kid, it's just been one of my. I don't know. It's it's been kind of like a guilty pleasure type movie. You know, is it a is it a Halloween movie? Is it a Christmas movie? Why not both? I'm gonna mm-hmm. go ahead and throw it in here for Christmas. 
Jack what? Skellington, you heard an it icon. Mm-hmm. An icon. My number mm-hmm. four pick, Santa Claus is Coming to Town. I had this on VHS. I used to wear that VHS out every Christmas. Um, I just, I don't know. I don't know why I like that story so much. It's just like you see the origins of Santa, how he became Santa, where Mrs. Claus came from. Yep. It's just, just a good movie in my opinion. Gotta love those origin stories. We should make a dark and gritty reboot. Of San- Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm down. I'm here for it. It's gonna be one of those game changers. Ho, ho, One of those ho, remakes that... Yep. Mm-hmm. One of those remakes that nobody asked for because mm-hmm. they didn't know they needed it. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, th- th- this is not on my list. It, it could have been at one point in time, but it's not A Year Without a Santa Claus. <laughs> you know that one? The same kind of claymation yep. type deal Mm -hmm. they made a live action version of that in i want to say 2006 i did not know it existed until this christmas when i was looking for the like claymation one and i saw like clips of it but it was like just made for tv uh john goodman plays santa claus uh all i can find are like is like the same clip same two clips like i can't find the full thing and it looks horrible but i wanted to like hate watch it and i can't find it so damn okay i mean the search continues We'll dig it up. One day. The internet provides. Uh, yeah, it does. Um, my number four is Rudolph, the classic. Okay. Okay. Yeah. What's his little girlfriend's name? She thinks name? I'm cute. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's her name? Um, uh, I, can't, I can't think of it. No, but I was going to mention that part because I think that's really funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She thinks I'm cute. <laughs> what was her name? I can't remember. Huh. Oh my gosh, we are doing this is horrible gonna, this on the remembering. Are you looking it up or am I? I I am looking it up. Um, but no, it's it's great. Let's see, we got Rudolph, Hermes, Santa Claus, Clarice. Oh yeah, Clarice. Hello, Clarice. <laughs> that would be a totally different movie. <laughs> yeah, so that's but yeah. That's no, Hermes wants to be a dentist. Yeah, it's a good one. Yep. Uh, yep. My number three. It's on twenty four hours every fucking year, a Christmas story. That's got it. That's mm-hmm. like, it's got Warby everything goats. you need. You got a little bit of action when he beats the shit out of Scott Scott Farkas. You've got some yep. heart. You've got some a lot of comedy. It's a good one. I like it. One of the goats. Uh, my know. number three is Polar Express. Um, okay. Yeah, I really liked how it was ASAP Rocky's acting debut. He was the little girl in it. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Okay. <laughs> I like that um, it has Mandark from Dexter's Lab in it. Yeah, yeah. That kid was so annoying in Polar Express. Yeah, fuck that kid. God, we could not get that kid to shut up. What's his name? Like Smarty Pants or Brain or some shit? Probably. Because they all like they don't that. have like real names. Like he's Hero Boy, she's Hero Girl. Then I think we got like Lonely Boy, which sounds like somebody's MS. Lonely name. Boy is the the little lonely boy. Yeah. Pretty appropriate. Um, the nerdy guy should be just like, uh, shitty boy. <laughs> shitty boy. <laughs> uh, clever. Um, but yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, I really pulled out all the stops for that one. Oh, it's know it all. That's his name. Know it all. Okay. Uh, my number two Christmas vacation. I like it. It's a mm-hmm. classic Chevy chase is funny. Um, yeah, a lot of just like classic comedy in that movie. I don't know. It's just, I've watched it. All, every year since I was like probably five. Yeah, so I left that one off my list specifically because I figured you would have it on your list. I tried not to 
to pick stuff that I thought would overlap with your list, which is why okay. mine is a little... Well, I guess, honestly, mine is not that unorthodox. Once I get to number one, it's it's going to look pretty standard. Okay. But, um, what are we on, two? Yes, sir. Okay, so mine is The Grinch with Jim Carrey. I mean, one of the most... One of the most quotable Christmas movies ever made. Um, I mean, what more can you say? What a great movie. He absolutely kills it as the Grinch. But what would I wear? That's it. I'm not going. Yes, I love that. Love it. It's great. And my number one, I mean, this is probably like stereotypical, obvious. A million people probably has this as their number one, but Elf. Yep. Same. Yeah. Same. If that's mm-hmm. not your number one Christmas movie, if that's not like on your list, I don't know what you're thinking. Yep. Yeah. I mean, you can't beat Elf. Like, come on. It's just such a happy, feel-good movie. Come and on. And I have two friends that don't like that movie. And I'm like, what are you thinking? One, he just doesn't like ma- what mainstream people like. So if everybody likes it, he doesn't like He's one of those guys. Like, he had a, a droid because everybody had an iPhone. And guess what he has oh, now? Okay. An iPhone. Fuck you, Adam. Um, okay. Come on, he's, Adam. You're better he, than that, man. He's my boy, but fuck you. Um, and then we know you know. like Elf deep down. Yeah, he he does. And then Chelsea, I don't know why she doesn't like it, but fuck her too. So whatever. I do actually have an honorable mention too. I have three honorable mentions. So go ahead. Oh well, well you go for. Actually, you say your three, and I'm going to say mine because this one is a little bit off the wall. Okay. Um, I have the Grinch <laughs> on there, um, like you. Well, you had it on your main list, but I have the Santa Claus, and then I have Jingle All the Way. Okay, yeah. Hey, that's a good one, too. I forgot about that one. No, yeah, that one's pretty funny. I liked that one a lot as a kid. I haven't watched it yeah. in a couple Christmases, but I remember liking it a lot. I think I probably wouldn't like it today. It's got a young, young Anakin. It does. It does. <laughs> um, my honorable mention in this one, like I said, this one's a little out there. Mine, and I think this is probably a movie that you haven't seen. Um, mm-hmm. Mine is Shazam. Shazam, the new movie, the like new DC Billy Batson movie. and Billy Batson, yeah, with uh, Zachary Levi. So it's a Christmas movie. The movie. Why do you think I haven't seen that? Because I think you haven't seen it. Oh, I have. Have you Have you seen it? I have seen it. Haven't you not seen Aquaman? That is correct. I have not seen Aquaman. Okay. So I would I would not expect somebody who hasn't seen Aquaman to have seen Shazam. <laughs> gotcha. Um. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I like the the Christmas vibes of the movie, and uh, it's a it's a fun, like funny, lighthearted, easy movie. So sure. I'm gonna throw yeah. it in there because I'm probably gonna watch it at some point over the holidays. So is the sequel gonna take place during like New Year's or Thanksgiving or something? I think Hanukkah. Ah, Eight Crazy Nights. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good one. I mean, it's not really a Christmas Ooh, yeah, it movie; is. it's a Hanukkah movie, but it it's is. a holiday movie. Holiday movie. Yeah. I haven't seen that one in a while, but as a kid, I would crack the fuck up watching it. So Same. Same. All right, Clay. Uh, All right, Caleb. Thank you, Katie and Jessica, for the emails. Make sure you send your emails, masters.coldreverse at gmail.com. Sports. Okay, sports. So, sports, we pretty much just got a simple, quick rundown of where we're at with the playoff picture. Um, we just got out of week uh, 14 here. So, we're getting into week 15, and... Uh, we got four teams that clinched playoff spots, the Chiefs and the Steelers in the AFC, the Packers and the Saints in the NFC, a mm-hmm. um, bunch of teams in the hunt, you know, which basically means if the playoffs started today, they would make it. We got mm-hmm. the, the Bills, the Titans, the Browns, the Colts, the Dolphins in the AFC, the Rams, the 
Washington football team, the Seahawks, the Buccaneers, the Cardinals in the NFC. And what's interesting is that we have the Ravens who are on the bubble. They're not even in the playoffs as of right now. So they mm. were, um, you know, one of the best teams last year. They had the MVP and they just haven't been as good this year. So they're on the bubble. They're not mm-hmm. even in there right now. Patriots on the bubble, which is kind of weird to see. Um, so we'll see if some of these teams can squeak in there. I don't really care about any of these teams because they're not the Panthers. Um, the Panthers are very yeah. far from the playoffs. Well, we're not going. In case, in case anybody mm-hmm. did not know that. Um, so, yeah, so I that's, I mean, that's our playoff picture here. We'll see how it um, how it kind of plays out over the next couple of weeks. The playoffs are going to start not next week, but the week after that. And, uh, and yeah, so that's that's pretty much what we got. And then other than that, I mean, in the NBA, the preseason started. Um, the regular season starts on the 21st, which is Monday. So mm-hmm. um, we'll have some some basketball games there. We'll have some basketball games on Christmas. I know the Lakers are playing. Um, I believe the Warriors are playing on Christmas. I forget the other teams. But, um, but yeah, I mean, we've got – um, we've got John Wall and um, James Harden starting to play together in these preseason games. James Harden, who showed up to their team and, and their um, training camp pretty fat. So he's a, he's a chubber. Um, I know that he's been partying and going to strip clubs and stuff like that over the past couple months just with reckless abandon. Um, mm-hmm. I believe he said something today about he's like somebody asked him so like what have you been up to the past couple weeks and he's been like yeah i've been working with my trainers in atlanta and las vegas <laughs> which which is a joke i'm pretty sure he said he was talking about going to strip clubs yeah i was gonna say are um, his trainers strippers yeah They're pretty yeah. athletic so, yeah i mean you gotta be to get up on that pole and and do all that stuff i sure um, as hell couldn't and and like we said before you know he's one of the only ones keeping the um the strip club industry alive right now so he's pretty much like a national hero he's a true patriot hats off um little little on the chubby side but a solid a solid american patriot nice um yeah and then other than that we had Giannis just get this huge supermax contract for like 230 million dollars for four or five years i forget what the numbers are but just a, a huge contract to arguably the best player in the league but, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, we've got the NBA firing up. we got the NFL getting into the playoffs now, and uh, we'll freaking keep an eye on it. Nice. Thanks for the sports update. Yeah, a quick little rundown. Um, Video games. We just got one thing here, cyberpunk woes. Yeah, woe is right. Yeah, so I was. I, I know we both actually were very excited about this game. Um, we both would have played it on the PS4, though, because we can't get our hands on PS5, and that's where would a lot it, would of... Would have played it on the PS4. Hmm? Would have played it on the PS4. Yes. I don't plan said, on right? getting it now until I get a PS5. Same. Same. Yep. Um, Leo got it, my roommate. He's been playing it on the Xbox One, and the night he started playing it, you know, I, I hadn't had the game yet, or I hadn't gotten the game yet, so, you know, I was just sitting on the couch like, this is going to be cool, I'm going to... You know, watch him fire it up and get into it. And uh, he brings the game up. And just at the very beginning where he's making his character, I'm sitting there thinking, like, I'm, like, confused. I'm looking at it and I'm thinking, why does this look so grainy? Like, mm-hmm. the the resolution is, like, blurry. Like, mm-hmm. it's just not clear. The graphics don't look even remotely good. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and, and, yeah, it just kind of, like, blew my mind how, like, half-baked the game looked. And sure. then I saw a couple like bugs right off the bat, a couple mm-hmm. bad things. <laughs> Your cat's going haywire over there. <laughs> <laughs> the 
This dude just knocked. This dude just knocked over a whole like nightstand. <laughs> Start talking about your opinions on cyberpunk. I'm gonna take care of something real quick. Sure. So if you don't know, cyberpunk's issues on uh, previous gen consoles uh, that would be the Xbox One and the PS4. The, it looks like you're playing it on a PlayStation One. Like the graphics are just crap. It's buggy as hell. Um, and it just doesn't look good. And I've been actually watching a lot of streamers, but most of the streamers I watch uh, have PS5s or super powerful PCs. So the game looks good when I'm watching the streamers. So when I heard this news, I was really confused. Welcome back, Clay. I was just saying um, I was watching streamers and most of them have PS5s or powerful ass PCs. So when I was watching the streams on Twitch, they looked really good. Um, but then I started seeing this news yep. and people talking about like playing on previous gen and it just it looks like a PlayStation 1 game honestly like dude it looks so bad it does and I and I mean CD Projekt Red the, the developers they've come out and said like yeah we uh, actually were just so focused on PC and next gen that we didn't even think about <laughs> the previous gen I'm like what <laughs> like that's like part <laughs> they, of the they pretty much they pretty much admitted that they didn't give a shit about what they were doing when they were building this game on current on last gen consoles um and they they essentially said straight up like sorry we didn't show you guys what the gameplay looked like for these consoles like we thought you could just assume or something like that which like, seems a little shady they, because when they sent out the right. test copies for reviewers they just gave them pc copies they couldn't get any console copies so i'm pretty on sure purpose. they probably knew it looked like shit right and that was they, they only gave out PC copies on purpose, obviously, because the other version of their game looked and played like shit. Yeah. Um, I mean, it just, it, it's, cr it's crazy because, <laughs> because they've been working on this game for eight years. Right. And, and when, when they started working on it, there was no such thing as a, a PlayStation 5 or an Xbox um, Series S. So, right. like, what, what were they doing for those first few years? No idea. But again, they have a built-in excuse right now. Oh, the pandemic, we have to delay it again. They've already delayed it like four or five times. Just delay it again. Like I'd rather Honestly, you delay they, it and give me a good game than to force something out. Yeah, I'm thinking that they should have just held off on this game at least for the, the last-gen consoles until like summer of next year. Like give it sure. another half year, put it back in the oven, you know, cook it a little bit longer. But like I was, I was thinking about games that have come out within the last like couple years even. So whenever Leo started playing Cyberpunk on his Xbox One, I was playing um, Miles Morales on our other TV, which is a much worse TV. The mm -hmm. TV he was playing on is a 4K TV. I was playing on like a 720p TV. Mm -hmm. um, Spider-Man looked so much better. Like just hands down, look at both games and you can be like, you would instantly just be like, okay, Spider-Man looks good. This other game looks kind of like a shit show. Yeah. Um, and then I was thinking back to like, GTA 5, which is has been out for what like seven years now. Forever. It, it it looks and plays better than Cyberpunk on the same console, like Jeez. still to this day. Not to mention games like like Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which came out with some bugs. And I was actually a little bit annoyed with the amount of bugs that the game came out with, but compared to Cyberpunk, it plays like a dream. Like that yeah. game is flawless. <laughs> I bet. Um, it looks it looks better. It plays better. And then like Red Dead Redemption 2. Like, you just can't compare the graphics, the gameplay. Like, how did how did they spend eight years on this game, and this is what we have? 
no idea. But I mean, again, but I mean, I know there's a lot of bugs, but the actual look and the graphics, it looks good on PC. I've watched a lot of streamers. It looks good on, on PC. It looks PS5. great. It's just wild yeah. to me. Um, but to make matters worse, CD Projekt Red, they tell people, all right, we know it looks like shit on last gen. We're sorry. <laughs> Get a refund. Yeah. Uh, if you bought it digitally, try to return it to the store. If not, like email us at this thing. And they did this without consulting with like the Microsoft store or the PlayStation store. And right. they're refusing to give refunds for the most part. And so after that, <laughs> this is... people started emailing that email they gave. And now the email says, we'll get back to you later. Like they, they, like they're trying to get their money back and they can't. <sighs> you, you just hate to see it. I mean, especially after the Witcher was like, so it, it was so good. I mean, just such a well-rounded game, such a well put together game. Um, and that's, you know, the only other game that they have for the most part. And they've mm -hmm. just been putting everything into this one. Um, and it, it, I mean, they screwed some people over. They definitely did. So oh, yeah. I think people, the people who are angry, the people who are annoyed, the people who are salty, I think, I think they're correct. I think they have a right to be, mm -hmm. um, especially since, especially c considering the hype level that came with this game. Like this is maybe the most hyped up game of all time. Oh yeah. I think. Oh, I agree. Yeah. If you want yeah. a refund, just take your game to GameStop. You'll get a buck fifty for it. That's that's the best we can do. Don't spend it all in one place. Get some bubblegum. Mm -hmm. uh, but yes, sad. I will not be getting it so, for my PlayStation Four. I was really excited. So to we'll, play it. Yeah. So I'll be waiting to. Um, I I have no I have no desire to play this game right now on my PS4 mm -hmm. or my Xbox. Mm -hmm. You know, I'll wait to get to PS5 and. That'll be probably the first game that I get for it, and I'll just you know have the full experience. Agreed. We are in agreement. Mm -hmm. All right. Let's move on to some TV and movie news now. Uh, Let's. We got Dis a lot. Marvel, Disney had their Investors Day where they just fucking unloaded a they bunch laid it all of on us. So they unleashed. I think, I think I know I've got TV here and then movies, but I've got a few, mo a little bit of movie news that has nothing to do with Disney, Star Wars, or Marvel. So let's just do that first, and then we'll go back and do all the Marvel, Star Wars stuff at once. What do you think? Sounds good. All right. So Chris Pine to star in a D&D &D movie. That's Dungeons and Dragons, if you don't know. Role-playing game. Have you ever played, Clay? I have not, but I've always said that I'd be down. Um, at my last job, I had a group of people that played... Uh, pretty consistently and they invited me a couple of times mm -hmm. schedules didn't really line up but i have always said that i'd be down okay nice Let the dice choose your fate uh, the green screen is really fucking with it there we go are you frozen and you're frozen you're frozen clay's frozen if he's talking i don't know what he's saying so i'm gonna just keep talking chris oh, there we go up oh, there he is uh, wait, was I frozen? Because you were frozen for me. <laughs> yeah, you were frozen for me. Okay. <laughs> All right. So editing this is probably going to be really fun. Um, it is going to be a blast. Let me just leave a note here to take a look at that. Um, but as I was saying, Chris Pine, uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Um, you said you were you tried to play once, but schedules didn't line up. Yada yada yada. I would be down though. Looks like you got the setup for it. Yeah, yeah. When I was on tour in Texas, um, we, we had a little campaign going. Haven't really played since then. I've gotten the itch a couple times. Like, it's it's fun to do, um, but I haven't really found um, people around here. And then, like, COVID makes it even more difficult to, right. to, like, find a crew. I mean, we got Zoom and stuff, but it's not the same. Not the same. No. 
I think if I did it, I would go all out and dress up as my my character. Oh, nice. I never did that. We did voices and shit. Like we put on accents and did voices and stuff. Um, I mean, but I was playing with a bunch of actors. But but I, we didn't do costumes. That of would course, be tight. Naturally. Yeah. Um, but the movie. So do we know anything about this movie? I was about to say no, we don't. And I was gonna ask you, do you think I I because I personally think it's gonna be kind of like a uh, Jumanji thing where it's like the the Chris Pine or whoever is like that's what playing I playing this game too. gets transported into the world. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it's going to be too. Okay, and I'd I'd yeah. be okay I with like, that. I mean, it's fine. I like Chris Pine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's good. He's a good Chris. Yeah, he's a I good think, Chris. One of the best. I think they're all good Chris's, but a lot of people don't like Chris Pratt. So, yeah, Chris Pine is is indisputably a top Chris. Oh yes, for sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, this doesn't. This is Disney, but it has nothing to do with Marvel or Star Wars. So I will say it. Chris Evans. Another Chris, Chris news. Yeah, exactly. Chris Evans to voice Buzz in an origin film titled Lightyear, which is obviously going to be about Buzz Lightyear. Um, and from what I actually, it's about the. So what I saw is that it's about whatever character the toy of Buzz Lightyear was based off of, whatever. Like, yes, I was person. about to say that. You are correct. Mm-hmm. Which should be interesting. Which I don't know I don't... if it's. I don't know if the. Yeah, yeah. I mean, opening up the Toy Story lore a little bit here. Yeah, kind of. Um, I'm interested. I'll check it out. I I honestly still haven't seen Toy Story four. I have. That's the one with Forky, right? Yeah. Great character that Forky. <laughs> it's supposed to be the like last farewell or whatever, but I thought that's what three was. So we'll see. Yeah, I'll watch it eventually. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll watch anything Disney Pixar. Sure, sure. Me too. I just timing never got up, and then like other stuff was coming out. But sure, here we are. But let's get into this Marvel Star Wars news. Going back to TV, we got like 10 new Star Wars shows or some shit. So Obi-Wan Kenobi, we already knew that was coming. But what we didn't know is that Hayden Christensen will be reprising his role as Anakin slash Darth Vader. Beautiful. Do you think that they're going to bring back James Earl Jones for the voice? How can they not? Like, he is Darth Vader's voice, right? And I right. think I read somewhere right. that Anakin, yeah. like Hayden Christensen, is going to be like flashbacks to like Order 66 and, and stuff like that. Dope. So, we'll see. I'm here for it. I mean, they'll they'll possibly add what, some do we other... Think, like, do we think we're not going to see him... Do we think we're not going to see him like in the suit? I, I was about to say, I think we'll probably see some future stuff, like maybe like him putting the helmet on or something, and maybe he'll actually mm-hmm. be in the suit, like walking around, but I still want James Earl Jones's voice, so. Yeah, yeah. Put James Earl Jones in the suit. <laughs> that would be one of the lamest lightsaber fights ever. He's teach, so old. Teach him some lightsaber choreography. We're good to go. Oh, um, I'm So, like, obviously the hype level for the show is very high. Obi-Wan is Star Wars Jesus. Um, I'm 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 just looking forward to seeing a little bit more Darth Vader. I hope that we see some Darth Vader like action. Like Same. I want to see I want to see Darth Vader and what he was doing post Order 66, like going around the galaxy cleaning up Jedi, basically. Yeah. I don't think this is canon anymore, but what is it? Force Awakens? No, is that Wait, what was the name of the game? Force Unleashed. That's it. Yes. Um those like mm-hmm. I want to see if he's got like uh <clears throat> 
an apprentice going on, stuff like that. Like I thought those games were really good and interesting. I don't I don't Hell think yeah. they're canon anymore though, right? I think they're not. Those were some of my favorite games back in the day, especially Force Unleashed Two. Yeah. Where you had two lightsabers. Yeah. Um those games were wild. Uh it's just like a continual I want to say you can beat the game in like three or four hours, something like that. It's just mm-hmm. like a continual campaign where you're constantly just moving through destroying shit as a badass um so yeah i want to i want to see more darth vader i mean i want more of what we saw in rogue one you remember that scene at the end of rogue one erection yeah 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 erection um no that scene is i want to see more i want to see more of that type of thing i agree just want to see more of darth vader unleashing because we never i mean the only darth vader we saw in the original trilogy is you know, they didn't have good lightsaber fights. The mm-hmm. action wasn't good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everything looked just old. Yeah. So well, I mean, we need. Was. I know. <laughs> but I know. No, I, I agree with you. Like, uh, Rogue One, Darth Vader, more of that would be awesome. Fallen Order, Darth Vader. I know that's a video game, but same shit. Yeah, he was scary in that. We also got a Lando Calrissian series. Now, do we think this is going to be Billy D. Williams' old Lando, or are we going to get Childish Gambino, young Lando? You know it's going to be Gambino. Come on. I don't know. He's weird about stuff like that, you know? That's why I was wondering. (laughs) I mean, how could they market an old Lando show, old man Lando? How they market old man Lando? They have Donald Glover as Lando Calrissian right now, and you think they're not going to use him? I know. I mean, shoot. I mean, he did Community. So that's a huge, That's a show that went on forever. Yeah, he but tons he's of episodes past that now. This motherfucker's supposed maybe, to be doing Atlanta, and where the fuck is that? That's true. Um, maybe they gave him, like, full creative control, and it's going to be a weird show that has, like, three episodes or something. <laughs> I, could, I could see that happening, for sure. Um, but either way, I'm excited. I like so Lando. I, I had... So I, I think for sure it's definitely going to be Gambino because I had heard that they were going to work on um, a Lando movie, and now obviously we have mm-hmm. this Lando series, so that's probably what they, what they landed on with that, what they okay. landed on with that. Ooh, punny! I need a punny button. Punny. I'll get you one for Christmas. Put it in punny. my stocking. <laughs> yeah, I'll stuff your stocking. Oh. Uh, we got an Andor series, which we we mentioned before, but they were they talked about it Cassian. again. Um, mm-hmm. the the Bad Batch, which I wasn't sure what this was, but apparently it's like the Howling Commandos of Star Wars. There was an episode of Clone Wars called yep. the Bad Batch, and yeah, there's there's actually a few episodes of Clone Wars in the final season, which is the best season. The first mm-hmm. part of the season has a lot to do with the Bad Batch. It's this group of clones that are a Bad Batch. <laughs> Um, they're basically just like this team of badass commandos, um, uh-huh. bad batch commandos. And, uh, yeah, they just like kind of do their own thing. So okay. that should be cool. It'll be cool to see. And it, it looks like they're doing it in the same like animation style as Clone Wars. And it's kind of yeah. just like a Clone Wars spinoff. It looks like. And, uh, Ming-Na Wen, she, uh, is going to voice, she's in, um, Mandalorian. I can't think of her character's name, but she was just in the last episode. She's uh, um, Boba's like companion. What's her name like? Finnick, Finnick or something? Finnick, yeah. Um, but she's gonna voice Finnick in the Bad Batch series, so that's cool. Cool. We got yeah, tons story. of tons of overlap we're gonna see between like all these shows. Oh, for sure. Uh, we got a droid story, yeah. which looks like it's gonna be C three PO and R two D two. That's all. It was just a picture. It said a droid story, and it was those two guys. 
the Acolyte. I don't know much about the Acolyte. Um, I'm going to be honest. I didn't research the Star Wars stuff as much as the Marvel stuff just because I was running out of time. You froze again. Mm -hmm. So, so acolytes are typically like Sith, like apprentices, not apprentices per se, but like, they're kind of like Sith henchmen. Yeah. Like a Sith Um, acolyte. Yeah. I've heard, I've heard that in Star Wars. Yeah. Typically they're really strong. And, uh, in a couple of the games in force unleashed, like you definitely go against acolytes and they're really strong. Um, Mm -hmm. there may, that may be a part of fallen order as well. I don't think so though, but typically it's like a, a really strong Sith, like henchman, like bodyguard type guy. Gotcha. Um, it says so. Here, we could um, be getting a Sith show here. It looks like it's going to take place in the um, high Grand High Republic era. So that's like the Jedi's golden age. So oh, cool. That should be interesting. Oh, that's awesome. Sweet. Yeah, I've yeah, always I've always wanted a movie or a TV show that was like a Knights of the Old Republic type type deal. Yeah, yeah, I played the game back in the day on on the PC. Yeah. Yeah, so that should be interesting. Um Rangers of the New Republic, that's what we got the setup in this season of Mando, those two like dudes cruising around the galaxy police and shit. You know what I'm talking so about? So are they Yeah, so um the idea is that Cara Dune is Do I know who you're talking about? I think I'm on like you're a del- like you're hearing me later than what I've spoken. <sighs> yeah, so it, aren't they building her up to be a um what is it, Ranger in um, Mando? Possibly. She's a marshal right now, which she's I wanna, like she patrols I wanna, her animals. Dude, I wanna say they Yeah, I wanna say they mentioned in the in the latest episode specifically that she was gonna be a ranger of the what, of the New Republic? What is it called? Yeah, you're right. Rangers of the New Republic. I want to say they like specifically said that in the latest episode. Mm. I don't remember um, that part, and also, you could be right. That also kind of checks out with the news that, well, it's a rumor that came out that Disney wants, um, what's that actress's name again? She's a fighter. Gina Carano? Yeah, Gina Carano. So they want her to apologize for the tweets that she's been doing. She's been doing like, anti-mask tweets and mm-hmm. anti-vaccine tweets and like COVID is fake tweets. Um, mm-hmm. So they want her to apologize because it seems like they want her to continue because they have plans for her, which um, the idea around the star Wars sphere is that uh, it's this show. Mm. Like people won't watch it. Yeah. A lot of people hate her. So <laughs> They just want her to apologize because they don't want to. They don't want to fire her and like. Well, I don't think she's a particularly good actress. So. No, no. I mean, she just does the action stuff, and then they give her like a couple small lines to say in between. Mm-hmm. Just to like get us from one action scene to another. Another show announced is called Visions. So I from know what? About this, so. Yeah, I don't know anything about it either. We're just, <laughs> so. What were you about to say? From what? Um. No, so I think I had some. I had, I had one of the Marvel shows in mind. I want to say when you said the word visions, but it wasn't WandaVision. Interesting. Isn't there a Marvel show that's coming out where where they're di- they're like digging into? It doesn't matter. We'll get there. I'm sure it's in there somewhere. <laughs> okay. Uh, Mando I have no season, idea what visions is. 
Me neither. Mando season three is coming out Christmas 2021. All right, let's get it. So, a year, a year. We'll see you. We'll see you in a year, Mando. We got the finale uh, this Friday. Yeah. And then Caleb called it. He said backdoor pilot. We got an Ahsoka series. Of course we do. Yeah. I think I. I think Wait. I thought. I think I thought what they set up with her was going to play out a little bit more in Mando, at least. Like mm-hmm. in Ahsoka series, that's not that's not a shock. But I, I thought I thought we were going to see more of that in Mando. But it makes sense. They just wanted to set her up and then cut her loose for her own thing. And we'll probably see yeah. Mando in her series too. Probably. I think we'll see Mando. I think we'll see a lot of characters from Mando and other series in the series. Like I think it's all going to just kind of, you know what I mean? Yep. Yep. Obviously not yep. the High Republic one, but for the most, excuse me, for the most part, the other ones. Yeah, Mando spinning off a whole universe here. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, it. obviously she's she's going to be after Thrawn. That's what her whole episode was about, was trying to figure out where he was. And I mm-hmm. assume that's what her series is going to be about. So we got that. Moving on to a Marvel TV news. Miss Marvel's coming out late 2021. So we got that coming. I've seen... They didn't really show like a trailer like they did some of the other shows, but they had like writers and stuff talking about it and had clips playing in the background. Um, so they've already filmed a little bit of it at least. So we'll, we'll see what's going on there. Um, yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special coming out 2022. James Gunn's going to write and direct that. So that'll be fun. I'm intrigued by this. Me this too. This should be fun. I wish it was coming out next year, but you know, I can wait. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's kind of interesting that it's coming out so far from now. I mean, my initial thought is like, how much are they putting into this? But also James Gunn has to finish Suicide Squad and then he has to do Guardians 3. Yeah. So this so is makes probably sense. coming after that for him. Yeah. 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 But yeah, uh, I mean, I'm going to be all over that. Anything Guardians. You, yeah. Big Guardians guy. Speaking of Guardians, we got a Baby Groot series. Um, it's called I Am Groot. I don't know what he's going to be doing. Awesome. Just probably getting into some hijinks, but <laughs> you think it's, you think it's going to be just like a series of like mini episodes or something. Yeah. I was and thinking it's probably like minis. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like I mean, shorts. he, he says like one thing and I don't think you can make like a whole hour long show off of that. So I'm thinking like 15 minute shorts or something. Just some Groot shenanigans. Yeah. I'm here for it. Um, we got what if coming summer 2021, which we did get a trailer for this pretty sweet trailer yeah, yeah yeah pretty sick it looks pretty sick um the animation is so well done is one of the main things i noticed it just looks yeah, it great looks, it looks like a moving comic book i'm really into it yep yep um yeah i'm gonna be all over that one too yeah coming this summer then she hulk so we got tatiana maslani is is that the same gr- woman who said she wasn't playing she hulk yes mm-hmm. and now she yep. she is so like what's now what's she's confirmed that, that was a little stupid so people honestly. yeah yeah it was kind of stupid and um people are saying maybe she was just trying to like play coy with it but i, I mean who knows it seemed like the news came up came out pretty big and it was yeah. like pretty far reaching whenever it first came out so it seemed like it was a sure thing back then um, and now we know that it was right yeah, because, I mean, she, the news came out. Mark Ruffalo said congratulations. Then, like, months later, she was like, yeah, no, we haven't even discussed this. And then, like, a couple of weeks later, it's like, hey, <laughs> just kidding. I'm like, you should just not yep. said anything, honestly. 
Right. Should have just stayed quiet and then let it get confirmed a week later. Yeah. Um, but She-Hulk will also include Abomination and Professor Hulk, which is cool. So. Yeah, and they're bringing back the the guy from the movie to play Abomination. I saw. Yeah, Tim Roth. Did you see that? Yeah, Tim Roth. Yeah, that's his name. Yeah, um, I'm on a delay Tim again, Roth so of bear Quentin with us. Tarantino have to do fame. a lot of editing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Armor Wars is based on a comic. I'm not familiar with it, but it's War Machine, and I feel like he's trying to get stolen like Stark armor back from terrorists or something cool like don but Cheadle. we know like don Cheadle. Machine, yeah we know don Cheadle's gonna lead it so but yes there is a comic counterpart yeah, that'll be a good one too. now they're making it into uh a show yeah Sweet. uh moon moon night we knew that was coming mm-hmm. oscar isaac yerp uh iron heart so we've got dominique thorne who is gonna be cast as uh riri w- williams um, I don't know much of what this actress has been in. Uh, she was in If Beale Street Could Talk, which was like, like a lot of like Oscar buzz and things like that. So that should be cool. So she seems like she's yeah. like a star on the rise. She's only got three IMDb credits. So lucky her. She's about to have a big one on there. I know. I, well, that is so one of I, the three. I think we're probably going to see, like, we'll see She-Hulk in a movie at some point. We'll see Ironheart in a movie at some point, I think. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think there should be some overlap here. Um, I, I'll, t- I'll talk about it in a second. Um, we got a Secret Invasion series with Sam Jackson and Ben Mendelsohn, so Nick Fury and, what is it, the scroll's name? I can't think of the scroll's name. Talos. There you go. Um, mm-hmm. So we got a series coming with them, which... A lot of people thought when Captain Marvel came out, we were getting Secret Invasion stuff, but it turned out the scrolls were yep. actually good guys. So I'm interested yeah, to see what they do. It's interesting. There. there, there might be some bad scrolls too, right? Sure. Yeah. I'm sure there's like a sect that broke off and they're up to no good. Yeah, because like the scrolls that we know, they were all about just like surviving, right? Like just keeping mm-hmm. the race alive. I bet there's a faction of scrolls that broke off to be a little bit more violent take matters mm-hmm. into their own hands a little bit more. So maybe mm-hmm. maybe we'll see some of that. Cool. Um, in the Hawkeye series, Haley Steinfeld, she has been like confirmed as Kate Bishop. We've seen some set photos. Yep. Saw costume her in looks suit. good. Yeah, yep. costume looks good. Looks good. And I like Haley Comic Steinfeld. Accurate. So. Yeah, she's cool. She's good. Um, and now before we get to our big three shows, I'll talk about it here. I think what is happening is we're getting set up for a young Avengers. I think um, so too. Yeah. Do we it, think it's going it to looks... be a movie or a show? Um, <clears throat> I think it, I think it depends on how big the shows are. I think it would make more sense to do it as a show, but like if each of these shows blows up and is super popular, I think a movie makes sense. Sure. Because uh, we've got we've got Miss Marvel, we've got Ironheart here, we've got Haley Steinfeld who becomes who's Kate Bishop um, who becomes Hawkeye, um, we've got Cassie Lang in the MCU. She hasn't been announced for a show, but she's mm-hmm. stature. Um, and then in Wandavision, we've got the twins, uh, Wiccan and what is I can't think of his brother's name. Um, 
Well, Wiccan has Wanda's powers, and the other one whose name is escaping me has Quicksilver's powers. So, so, and they're oh, all cool. in Young Avengers. So we've got we've, we. It looks like we're like uh, getting a Young Avengers here sooner rather than later. Yeah, yeah, sweet. Yeah, I, I'm I'm excited for it. Um. Oh, and fuck, what show is it? Oh, we'll talk about it when we get to fucking. I'll talk about it now. Um. So in the comics, um. We know Steve Rogers, Captain America, Super Serum, Super Serum, Super Soldier Serum. Um, there, they actually tested the serum on a black dude first because this was like a this comic was like talking about how like you know the government used to like testing them on black people before they gave them to white people to make sure it wouldn't kill the white people. Yada yada yada. So sure. in the comic, they tested the um, Soldier Serum on a black guy first. He became I think I want to say his name is Patriot. Um, he becomes Patriot, and there's a rumor that there's this older guy in Falcon and Winter Soldier who will be playing, what is his real name? I can't think of his real name, but uh, they think he's playing an older version of him, but his grandson, no, I think the grandson's name is Patriot, but he's like a young black Captain America who's also in Young Avengers. So if the grandpa is in Falcon and Winter Soldier, cool. that's just more evidence <clears throat> to um, possibly um, a Young Avengers type uh, deal. I mean, I think Young Avengers is just going to happen, right? <laughs> At some point. Isaiah Bradley, seems, that's his name. Yeah, seems pretty Seems pretty certain that we're going to have Young Avengers. Lock it in. Write it down. Lock it in. Yeah, we called mm-hmm. it We called it here. It's not that big of a leap. Um, not really. Sorry, not a reach. Trying. No, not a reach at all. Yes, Isaiah is the grandfather to Elijah Bradley, a.k.a. Patriot of the Young Avengers. There we go. I feel vindicated. I would cool. like to. I would. I'm. I'm a little older than a teen, but I. I would like to play Patriot if given the opportunity. I think that would be fun. I think you can make a believable sixteen-year-old. You think so? Yeah, I was thinking maybe, maybe. Maybe 19, what? Maybe nineteen. I don't know, man. With with not an ounce of facial hair, you kind of you look kind of young. I mean, so do I. I look like fourteen short hair. without the beard. Uh, long hair, of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Well, we'll, 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 I'll grow my hair out and I'll shave my face and we'll see. We'll see if Marvel will cast me as Elijah Bradley. Okay. Um, that's the plan. That's the plan. All right, Loki, May twenty twenty one. Now we got a trailer for this, and it it looks like Loki's essentially working for the commission from the Umbrella Academy. Yeah, yeah, that's what it does look like. This is this uh, is maybe the show that I'm most intrigued about right now. Um, mm-hmm. Not a mm-hmm. not a ton of like like I'm not certain about a bunch of stuff that I saw in the trailer, but the sure. vibe itself looks like super different. Looks like the show's gonna be unique. Um, I mean, we love Loki, anyways. Mm-hmm. I know you watch Screen Crush videos. Did you watch their breakdowns for these three trailers? Loki, WandaVision, Falcon. I didn't. I did not. No. Okay. So, what'd you, uh, you see? Well, we got in the Loki trailer. We've got a possible Black Widow sighting on Vormir, so that might be a thing. I don't know. It's it was very far away. I feel like I noticed like, that. Yeah, it looked like Vormir and looked like her yeah. hair from Endgame. So mm-hmm. yep. we might see some uh, Natasha, but. Uh, Ryan Airy from Screen Crush, shout out to Screen Crush, couldn't do the podcast without you, thank you. Um, he's postulating that uh, 
so the commission that I mentioned from by the Academy here is, is called the TVA. Um, and mm-hmm. he is postulating that they recruited our in-game Loki who ran away to catch other dimension Lokis to um, like make sure like they stay in line or some shit. Cause like, it's like, how do you fight like this guy? You, you get, you bring him to fight him or some shit. And uh, rewatching the trailer after that theory okay. was yeah. given to me, I could see it like, cause <clears throat> every Loki we see is semi different. Like they don't all seem like it's the same Loki. You know what I mean? Um, like we got the one right. who's got right. the vote Loki pins um, that he's acting differently than say the db cooper um loki who was on the plane he jumps out with the cash and the bifrost gets him um so that was I, a dope I think scene oh it was really cool um and then really we cool know looking f- shot we know from the from earlier that um they said we were gonna see loki uh causing trouble like throughout the world throughout the time continuum like throughout the past and all that so it already looks like he's db cooper so um i think we're that fits and we're gonna see like loki in like mysterious uh historical events like db cooper who was never like mm-hmm. found or we don't know his real name or who he is um so yeah i'm, I'm excited the trailer made me more excited than i was for this movie and it and with this I'm, I'm sorry i'm rambling but with this theory it also makes sense why the the logo We've always seen it like change with the different letters because yep. it's different for the different Loki's. Loki, so, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I want to, I want to, like I said, that's like my most intriguing show out of all of these. So I'm ready for mm-hmm. it. Um, we got Falcon and Winter Soldier coming out March 19th. This um, looks pretty interesting as well. This is where we we're getting some, um, this is where uh, the Bradley guy, um, Isaiah Bradley's supposed to be coming in. We got an old version of him, possibly. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, yeah, we so we see that Sam has given up the shield because at the beginning we see it in a um, in the museum where we've yep. got all the cap stuff. And then um, we don't really see him with the shield. So it's <clears> like, uh, I guess the mantle of Captain America might have been, like, just too big for him or something. He didn't well, feel like he was ready. We do see him training with the shield at one point. We do, but he does. He also looks frustrated, and that's also where we get the scene where he says, "Like the weight of that shield is like right. more than." I mean, like obviously, that. by the end of the show, he's going to fully take up the mantle of Captain America and just of course Captain America. Of course. Um, I mean, it, it can't just come easily, right? You can't just hand off the shield and have a seamless transition. Okay, you're Captain America now. Okay, cool. I'm Captain America now. Right. Um, We're going to have some trials, some tribulations, but he'll figure it out. Yes, and. Well, on, in the comics, so in the comics, Cap does kind of the same thing, but the government doesn't think that America's ready for a black Captain America. So they take the shield from Sam and they give it to, can't remember his name, superhero name is U.S. Agent, who we also see in the trailer. He's like running mm-hmm. through the marching band or whatever. Um, yeah. But that There guy, was news that they had cast him a few months ago too. Yes, I don't remember who they cast. Mm-hmm. Do you remember who they cast? I don't. Okay. I think it was somebody um, I hadn't heard of before. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, so U.S. agent in the comics, he he's a little too rough. Like he takes nationalism to like the extreme, and um, oh, it's it's Wyatt Russell, who uh, you know you don't really recognize him by name, but if you saw a picture of him, you would recognize him. Is he related? He was to in Kurt black. Russell? 
He was in Black uh, Mirror. He was in a couple other things. I don't know if he's related to Kurt Russell. Well, find that out and let me know. I actually think this is Kurt Russell's son. Um, okay. Zook. Cool. 22 Jump Street. Um, but yes, so we'll see that. We got Baron Zemo is our big bad. Um, so we got to see more of him. We got to see him in his um, like comic accurate mask. Yep, the mask. We see, we, we see him visiting uh, a memorial <clears throat> in what looks like possibly Sokovia. So... And I mean, I thought Zemo was a good villain. Um, him and Killmonger, I think, might be, and Infinity War, Thanos. Those are probably the top three villains in the MCU, in my opinion. Um, Zemo, Thanos, and who? Killmonger. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I I would agree. I'd agree with that. Cool. I want to see more of Zemo. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, I'm glad they didn't kill him. That's that's one of my biggest like gripes with early MCU movies slash all superhero movies is or is that they kill they kill them off in one movie. Yeah, like what is the like you you can't reuse them after that and like they there are so many stories and things that you could do right. with these characters, but you can't now because you killed them <clears throat> for whatever reason. Hey, it's at least Spider Man's been good about it. True. I, 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 that's what I'm saying. I think they've learned the error of their ways Mm -hmm. in recent times. Who do you think should have survived to fight another day? Who do I think should have survived to fight another day? Um, uh, let me think about that and we'll come back. I don't want to waste too much time thinking. I think I would have liked. Okay. Go ahead. Who who would you have liked? I would have liked to see a little bit more Ultron, I think. Yes. But is After Ultron just one really dead? Mm-hmm. Did you hear what I said? What? I said, is Ultron really dead, though? You know, he can, like, live on no. through the internet. Yeah. So, suppose it, supposedly he is. I mean, in the movie, you know, the idea was that Vision, like, broke his connection to the internet. Sure. And then they killed the last robot. I don't know. I mean, they could always bring him back, obviously. Sure. It's been a um, while, though. <laughs> it has. Ultron is a good is a good choice, though. Miss that guy. <clears throat> Miss you, Ultron. Um, and finally, WandaVision coming out January 15th. Really excited for this. We got some Monica Rambeau action in the, um, Hell yeah. in the uh, trailer. It also looks like we're going to get we some We didn't. She doesn't know sword. who she is. She does not. It looks like we've got some sword action going on, which is the space counterpart to S.H.I.E.L.D., which we saw Nick Fury setting up in Homecoming. So um, a lot of things are coming together, and we know this is going to tie directly into Doctor Strange 2. So I'm really excited. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's another super intriguing show. I mean, it's hard to... It's hard to nail down exactly what they're doing with these shows. So they're going to be, I think WandaVision specifically, since it's going to have such like a reach, it's going to affect so many things. Like this one should be pretty wild. Agreed. Agreed. And it's going to set the tone since it's the first of these TV shows. It's going to like mm-hmm. set the tone for the rest of them going forward. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Big stuff coming. We're excited. Back to movie news. We are Star excited Wars, we just podcast. Got- 
What'd you say? We are an excited podcast. Yes. Uh, back to Star Wars news. We just got two Star Wars movies. Rogue Scott Squadron, which Patty Jenkins is directing, and it's coming out Christmas Day of 2023, um, which just looks like Top Gun in space. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for it. I'll, I'll watch it. I'm with it. I'm with it. Put put uh, put together some space, you know, dogfights like in Rogue One, and I'm there. Exactly. And then we've got an untitled Taika with TT uh, Star Wars film. Don't know anything about it, but Taika, I'm in. He's he can he can do no wrong, and yep. we know he's directed a couple episodes of Mando, so he's like already in the Star Wars universe. He's good to go. Yep. Marvel news. Moving on to Marvel movie news. Spider-Man three. Alfred Molina cast as Doc Ock, which I I texted you about this um, when I saw the news because he was killed in mm-hmm. Spider-Man two, and we we already well, so know. So was like, Green no Goblin, and he's coming back. Is he? Yeah, dude. Okay, so when I was looking at your rundown here, um, I saw a glaring omission of Green Goblin and Sandman from Spider-Man Three and Spider-Man One being confirmed for the new Spider-Man Three. Yep. I so, did not see that news. Yep. Green Goblin and Sandman, both actors coming back. Uh, Willem Dafoe and whoever played Sandman, those guys are coming back. Uh, Christian Hayden Church, I think is his name. Sandman, something like that. Yeah. Thomas Christian Church. Okay. <clears throat> yep. You did. You Thomas did Hayden that Church. That's his name. What? Yeah. There we go. Are you seeing uh, it? I. Yeah. I loved uh, Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin. So you that's are seeing awesome. It? Seeing what? <clears throat> the confirmation. Are you seeing the news? <laughs> the news. The news that I yes, just mentioned. This, you keep, you you keep lagging. It up? You keep lagging. But yes, I'm seeing the news. Okay. Yes. Gotcha. I'm very excited. I did not yeah. see that. So, so what? Yeah, so this new Spider-Man movie is going to be... Uh, I don't even know what they're doing with this movie at this point. It's, it's going to be big. It's going to be a lot. A lot going on. So how do you think they are pulling these dead characters into this new movie. What, how, how do you think that's happening? I think that anything can happen with the multiverse. So maybe it's a time thing. Maybe they're from a different time and space. Um, I don't really know how they're going to work the multiverse, but I know that they can make anything happen via it. Sure. My first thought is, is similar to yours was like yes okay so these are these it was basically doc ock because i didn't know the other guys were coming but i was like they died and it was he died in the movie so how are they going to bring him back so i was like all right well maybe they go they'd go to the this universe but not in like our present day they go to the past of this universe Mm -hmm. but then my issue with that is one Doc Ock's arc in Spider-Man 2 is so like the timeline is so short that there's no point that you could grab him while he was Doc Ock and it makes sense to the continuity right. of the film already made. Um it, and yeah, two, it, it, my other issue would be you can't how would you grab these characters from that time and then put them back in that time and then not have it mentioned or referenced in that past movie, you know, something like that. 
Yeah, and it might it might honestly just be a completely different universe. Like they might they might not be that specific version of the character. And I say mm-hmm. that because I say that because we know that Electro's coming back but looking he's not completely blue. different. Right. He's sure, gonna be a yeah. different he's gonna be a different version of Electro. So okay. yeah. I'm thinking I'm thinking that maybe we're pulling them from like a universe that's adjacent to the Raimi the Raimi verse, essentially. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. No. I'm 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 cool with that. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, Willem Dafoe's I mean, back. I'm so excited. Yeah. Yeah. It's lit. We have so many. We're gonna have like a sinister nine. <laughs> For real. Um. Doctor Strange 2, Rachel McAdams will return. That's been confirmed, so good for her. Uh, Connects directly into WandaVision and Spider-Man 3, and it's coming out on March 25th, 2022. Okay, yeah, so that's, man, that's that's so dope. So I don't don't know that before you said that I've heard anything. Obviously, it seems very self-explanatory because there's a multiverse in Spider-Man 3 and Doctor Strange 2 is the multiverse of madness, but it's cool to hear that they are going to be directly connected. Mm-hmm. And we know Doctor Strange is going to be in Spider-Man 3 as well. So, Right, right. Yeah. yeah. So I do mean, we see Spider-Man some exciting and Doctor big Strange? shit coming on with Marvel here. Yeah. Are we going to see Spider-Man in Doctor Strange? I think we Strange? see him... Maybe. I Let's say yeah. Let's say yeah. Let's say yeah. All right. John Watts to direct Fantastic Four. So we got it. The movie is coming. We've got a director. It's happening. This Marvel's is first family. It's happening. It's happening. It's hype. The hype train has left the station. Fantastic Four is on it. Woo, woo. Um, yep. Moving on to Thor 11 Thunder. Christian Bale has been cast as Gore the God Butcher. And Jamie Alexander is returning as Lady Sif. So Lady we haven't, Sif, seen, the baby we haven't girl. seen her in a minute. Yeah, hopefully we get some answers here. And hopefully whenever we see her next, Thor will say something about the Warriors 3, his best friends, that were unceremoniously killed within like one second in the last movie. Yeah, the explanation is that Jamie Alexander was making that fucking TV show, Blind Spot or whatever the fuck it's called. That's mm-hmm. why we haven't seen her. Right, right. I want some in-universe shit, though. No, I got you. I know. I'm just being an asshole. I need answers. And need we answers. got an Ant- Ant-Man title. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Quantumania. Quantum- Quantumania. That's it. And so I'll give you a half mm-hmm. point, Clay, because when I was postulating what they were going to call Ant-Man 3, you said you thought it was going to be Ant-Man and the Wasp verb. This is a noun. So half point. Okay. What... Did I say verb? Are you sure? Yes, you said I, I think you said I think it's gonna be Ant Man and the Wasp do something. Because oh, then I made the joke. Yeah. Fuck. I wasn't I wasn't thinking that there would be um is there a colon? Yeah, I was I wasn't thinking that there would be a colon. I was thinking that it would be Ant Man and the Wasp. Um I don't know. Shrink. Fuck. Fuck. Shrink. Oh yeah, we did I think we did say that. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we specifically so, so I, said that. Yeah, so I'll give you a half point. Okay. But yeah, I'll take a half point. Yeah, so the release is TBD. Now, here's some sad news. Emma Furman didn't know she was being replaced until the Investor's Day announcement when they said Catherine Newton 
will be ca- playing Cassie Lang. Now, Emma Furman is who played older Cassie in Endgame. Catherine mm-hmm. Newton, I know her from Detective Pikachu. I think that's the only thing I've seen her in. But that kind of that kind of sucks mm-hmm. for that yeah. actress. Yeah, and I liked Emma as Cassie. I thought she was I thought she was pretty good. Yeah, and I. I know, I guess, studio reason why they did this is that Catherine Newton has a bigger resume than Emma Furman, and obviously Cassie is going to take a bigger role now that she's yeah, not a child anymore, like. and they're setting up Young Avengers. But still, they didn't even like tell the girl, like, mm-hmm. hey, we're going to replace you, like, no hard feelings, whatever. They just fucking, like, she found out when the rest of us found out. Yeah. Yeah. You hate to see it. Hopefully we see her in something else. Uh, Emma yeah. Furman. Yeah, and I, I was reading, and she was like, when she was cast in Endgame, like she was like doing research on Cassie, and she like knew that she became stature, and she was like really excited to possibly do that, and they're obviously gonna do that, but not with her. Yep, but not with her. Yeah. Hate oh to well. see it. Sorry, Emma. Come on the podcast Sorry, sometime. Emma. Ooh, what if we could get her on the podcast? That'd be sweet. She maybe she just like opens the floodgates for us. Hey, we're let the record show that we're big fans of Emma Furman on this show. We would love to have her on. We are. Uh, she could be our guest of mm-hmm. honor. Yeah. Agreed. You'll Agreed. always have a place we, in we our hearts. We both just sang her praises, and not just because we wanted mm-hmm. on the podcast. I thought she did a, a fine job as Cassie. So. Same. Same. And she had that emotional like reunion with Scott, and that was yep. that was that was some good fucking she, acting. Yeah, yeah, and and one of the things that I was thinking is that um, I thought she had a good look too. Like she looked like she could be related to Paul Rudd. She looked like she could be an older mm-hmm. version of Baby Cassie from the you know the other two movies. And this new girl, right. I I don't really see her as somebody who really looks like that young Cassie. No, and she's like usually blonde, and she has a totally yeah. different look. I mean, obviously they can put a wig or right. dye her hair or whatever, but I'm just saying like she doesn't really look like young Cassie slash Paul Rudd. Yep. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. Emma, come on the podcast. We'd love to have you. Come on down. Chadwick Boseman will not be recast in Black Panther 2. So, I mean, we figured they were not going to recast him and they just confirmed that they wouldn't. So, yep. Yeah. Good move. Good move. Not shocking. Do, do we know that Shuri's going to be Black Panther? It has not been confirmed, but probably. Because whenever I saw the news about them not choosing not to recast Chadwick, um, it was attached to something about Shuri getting a bigger role. Yeah, that's all I saw. She's going to be a bigger role, but they didn't flat out say, like, she will be Black Panther. But probably. Yeah. I would be be cool with her being Black Panther. I would be cool with them giving it to some other, like, Wakandan-jacked man- um, but, uh, I mean, shoot, I'd be cool if they let Bucky wear the suit, but he's got his own thing going on these days. He's the white wolf. Yep. Give him well, a white wolf suit. That would be pretty cool. That would be sweet. Would be sweet. But, um, um but you know, he's with Falcon these days. Yeah. Chilling. Our last movie news. Captain Marvel two is coming out. 11 11 22 that's captain marvel 2 coming out 11 11 22 and we know we're going to get some more monica rambo um 
I don't know if this no if Monica Rambo's there. It's got to take place in present day, right? Yeah. Yep, definitely. Um, so that I mean that might even because um, she's in Wandavision, right? Mm-hmm. So we might have some overlap there. Possibly, possibly. But yeah, I don't see them doing another Captain Marvel movie uh, in the past. Yeah, me neither. But that. <laughs> That's a lot of fucking news, but that's all we got on the Disney Investors Day. It was a lot, and I'm excited for all of it. We got a lot coming our way. Um, I mean, it feels like Christmas just like hearing about this stuff, so it's yeah. pretty good. Real quick, what what are you most excited about and not so excited <clears throat> about? We won't say like least excited because I'm excited about all of it, but most and like yep. eh. So my my most anticipated right now, I think, is Fantastic Four. Because okay. that's gonna be that's gonna be huge. It's gonna be the next big thing in Marvel. Um, you know, it's, it's Marvel's first family. Hopefully, we get John Krasinski and Emily Blunt. That would be sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm excited for the possibilities that I mean, so many possibilities are being opened by Spider Man, by Captain, or by uh, um, Doctor Strange and Wandavision and all this stuff, but. Fantastic Four will bring Doctor Doom eventually. He'll probably be the big bad at some point. Hopefully they mm-hmm. build him up over a few, a few movies and not do the same thing that the other two versions of Fantastic Four did. Um, those mm-hmm. other two versions, which sucked, by the way. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I want Doom. I want Fantastic Four. I mean, I'm pumped for it. Obviously, on the Star Wars side, I'm excited. I'm really excited for Ahsoka and, and uh, Kenobi as well. Sure. What about you? Um, Spider-Man three is my, my one that I'm most excited for. Um, I really loved the Sam Raimi Spider-Man. Like me and my brother used to act out the first Spider-Man. He would play Spider-Man. I'd be green goblin. We'd act out like all the scenes. And so seeing Toby come back, um, Andrew, I could take or leave. I don't, I'm not that interested in, but Spider-Man three, seeing Toby come back, especially seeing now that Willem Dafoe is coming back as well. I think that's my most excited, um, on the Star Wars front, I think I'm going to go Kenobi because um, I just want to know more about what he was doing. Like, I'm sure he wasn't just sitting in that cave watching Luke yep. for 20, 19 years, rather. Um, I want to see right. some badass Darth Vader shit. So I think Kenobi is going to be my most anticipated one. The one I'm like, eh, about oh, yeah. is Visions just because I don't really know what that's about. And then probably She-Hulk um, for... Uh, Marvel just because I was never really I'm I'm not really that into the Hulk number one so I'm definitely not really that into She-Hulk but I'll still watch it of course yeah of course um, I bet in Kenobi we see Ahsoka too I bet we see her at some point oh yeah that would be cool awesome mm-hmm. I mean Anakin's apprentice you know this is going to take place after Order 66 when I mean it could take place in the same time frame frame as mando mm-hmm. well i could see it I'm, no 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 well no 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 no, no, no. kenobi's already dead no. by that point yep kenobi's he's a, already he's dead a, by he's, that he's, point. he's a he's a force ghost right right we could okay yeah we could we could see her in it younger but sure i don't know maybe not maybe not we'll see well, Either way, a bunch of exciting shit coming down, coming down the pipe. Well, Clay, we are at an hour and a half, which is usually where we stop our podcast, but we still have 
two more things to talk about. So <clears throat> I will leave this decision up to you. I'm good with either. Do we want to continue and talk about Mando and the Bachelorette? Or do we want to do a special like 30 minute episode where we talk about those and put that out tomorrow? Um, put them both out together. Yeah. <clears throat> let's, let's do, I mean, shoot, we're here. We're right. here. We are here. Yep. Let's just get into it. All right. You heard Clay. This is going to be an extra long podcast for your bitch ass. I'm just kidding. We love you. Strap in. <laughs> Strap in. We're talking Mando now. We so will. We we will look to keep it a little bit brief this time. Yes, we're going to we're going to fly through it, but we just wanted to let you know it's going to be a little longer. Obviously, you know that you clicked on it, you see the 2-hour timestamp. Anyway, if you have not mm-hmm. caught up with the Mandalorian, um leave in in a few seconds cuz we're going to talk Go about on, the episode it. and spoil it. So, 3, 2, 1. What you got, Clay? Another dope episode, man. We've had three sick episodes in a row. Um, one of the first things that really stuck out to me as like, wow, that's sweet, is Boba's new armor. I mean, it's not his new armor, but he took it, he polished but it he up. he cleaned it up a little he, bit. Yeah, he put that, put that matte paint on it. Um, it looks like Boba. <laughs> one of the things about Boba that I was always a little bit, a little bit uh, confused by is that it always looked like he didn't really give a shit about his armor. It always looked like dusty and scratched up and beat up. Where Django yeah. was like, that man was clean. That man was clean. Mm-hmm. His armor was crisp. You know that blue and silver. Oh, yeah. um, and now we got Boba with the fresh new fit. He polished it up. He he um, you know worked out some of the scratches, some of the dents. Still got a really big dent on his uh, his helmet. But but yeah, he's mm-hmm. I mean he's looking official these days. It's pretty cool. No, I agree. Um, um, I'm and, a- and I guess on the on the topic of. On the topic of what? I stopped because you totally froze. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, and while I'm on the topic of Boba, I just want to briefly mention that seismic charge that he dropped out of his ship toward the end of the episode. That yes, was really that was fucking awesome. cool. <laughs> yes. That was really fucking cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I liked the format of the episode. Bill Burr killed it. Um, I liked seeing him again and th- was actually impressed with like the acting that he did in this episode, too. Um, but, same, same. Yeah, I just like the yeah, I liked the covert mission that they were doing. I liked the Mad Max style, like chase, um, in the middle there, with uh, mm-hmm. with Mando on the top mm-hmm. of the on the top of the truck, just like fighting guys that are jumping down from the other the other vehicles. But overall, yeah. I mean, action packed episode, another solid episode in a row. That's that's getting us toward our finale here. Yeah, no, this back half has been really strong. <clears throat> I agree. Um, my headcanon for Boba's armor, yeah. why it was so dirty in like uh, Return of the Jedi and shit, I think is because like you got like the Empire is kind of at its peak, and so everything is just trash. So like he's probably like constantly like fighting and doing some dirty shit. So he's like, why, why, why clean it? Like it's just gonna get dirty again in an hour. But now that the New yeah. Republic is here and that times are a little different life's a little easier maybe he had time to polish it he cares about it a little more he's a little older so he realizes like the um the uh gravity of it yeah i i also think that now he has like a bit of a new lease on life he's got like a new mission 
Like mm-hmm. he's kind of just like, you know, I'm back at it. You know, I've got something to live for. I've got people to fight for. You know, mm-hmm. I'm going to go gung-ho on my armor and just spruce it up a little bit and, and look the part while I'm doing it. Nice. Yeah, I like the part where um, they're trying to figure out who's going to go with Bill Burr. And he's like, yeah, I can't go. I think they might recognize my face because yep. they're doing the facial scans and he, like all the clones look like him because, you know, his dad. But right. no, I agree. Right. Very good episode. First episode ever without Grogu. Little fun fact. That's crazy, dude. I thought for sure we were going to see him at the end, just like a little glimpse or something. I miss my little guy. Yeah. So does Mando. Yeah, he does. He misses and- his little his little kiddo. Did you notice he gave kind of the same speech that Moff Gideon gave in the season one finale on his little holocron? Yes, dude. Yeah. So that was that was one of my favorite um, parts of the episode, too. I mean, God, he was just so badass, like mirroring that speech, being on the holocron. Like mm-hmm. that was just a very, a very badass scene for me. Yeah. I'm excited for the finale. I I know I said earlier Do that I know thought how long Ahsoka be? would be back. No, I don't know how long it's going to be, but I know I said earlier that I thought Ahsoka I might be back too. and they might, but I don't, now that she's got this spinoff, I'm not so sure. I mean, maybe Timothy Oliphant's character, I can't remember what his name was. He might be back, but I'm not sure we're going to get more Ahsoka. I'm not so sure either. Um, I think we see Tim, Timothy Oliphant before we see her again. Yeah. Agreed. 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 But agreed. You never know. Hopefully. This is kind of Mando's mission though. Yeah, hopefully the finale is like 70 minutes at least. So so we we should see another Jedi, right? I mean, Grogu reached out to a Jedi. Hopefully. So do we see a young Luke? Well, young Luke, um, a lot of people are speculating that we'll see Cal Kestis, actually. Ooh, that would be cool. Fallen Order fame. Yeah, I'm trying to think yeah i mean yep because that, that game be cool. takes place right want... within this time period does it no it takes place after well, Order I mean, 66. a few years prior but we would see him probably i think that right. takes place like yeah a few, not right after, after the fall of the empire right after what right right but it's i mean i want to say the game takes place i want to say the game takes place shortly before the fall of the empire so just a few years in between the two. And I believe that if we saw Cal, he would probably just like have a beard or something. He'd just be a few years older. Um, that would be funny. I I would like to... I yes. honestly have wanted another Fallen Order game because I, I liked that game a lot. I thought it was really funny. It was probably the best Star Wars game. Um, we'll get one. We better or else. So... The Fallen Order takes place five years after um, Order 66. Um, uh, jumping back, back into it, uh, Fallen Order takes place uh, five years after Order 66. Mm-hmm. So that would be 14 years before A New Hope. Or Yeah. So we Cal so, I mean, would be, what, like 20 years older in this? If he's still alive, he'd be 14. Yeah, probably like 20-ish years older, yeah. If he's still alive, yeah. Um, Which he very very well may not be. 
Do we think Cameron Monaghan is going to play him if we see him in the in definitely, okay. definitely, yep. They just slap a beard on him. Slap a beard on him. Maybe give him a couple grays. Yeah. Awesome. Um, now, yeah, Cal Kessis. I'd be. I'd be. That'd be dope. I'd be cool with that. Like, um, who else would it be? It's we don't so know. Hard. We don't really know what Jedi are out there right now. Exactly. That's why it's tough because for the longest time, we only thought it was Luke, right? From A New Hope, right. like we we thought it was just Luke. like when Order sixty six happened, we thought all the Jedi died. Then they started making this extended universe stuff where like some of them slipped away and some of them are here, some of them are there. So honestly, it I I don't know because there's they just keep adding stuff, which I'm not I'm not like fuck you for adding this. Like they're doing it in an organic way. It's not like shitty or anything. It's just I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense that that more than just a couple Jedi survived, you know? For sure, for sure. Because, I mean, we always knew that Yoda and Obi-Wan survived, obviously, because we see right. them later in the you know, in the original trilogy. But, yeah, it, it does make sense that they wouldn't be the only two. Like, some Jedi would have gotten away, right, theoretically. Yeah, yeah. Grogu got away. Shit. Shit. He sure did. Little Grogu. But no, yes, I'm excited for this finale. I assume John Favreau is directing it since this is like his baby. So should I be believe so. Hell yeah. <sighs> All right. So we're like three episodes behind on The Bachelorette. So we're just going to skip last week's and we're going to talk about the two from this week. Um, so sounds good. Last week's was a I feel like last week's was kind of inconsequential anyways. Well, they're all inconsequential, really, until you get to the not end. to not to my life, bro. Oh, my bad, my bad. So, yes, we got our men tell all here. Yeah, so to, I, which I fell asleep in the last like five ten minutes of it, so you'll have to you fill me in much. if I missed anything good. Um, you didn't. Okay, cool. So Chris Harrison's back. We got Chris Harrison back. We missed him. We missed He's you, back, Chris baby. Harrison. Uh, Tasha and Blake go on a one on one with some hippy dippy western medicine chakra chick yep um, interesting date very interesting um, she really wanted to get into the nitty-gritty with the guy and figure out if she actually liked him turns out she doesn't which we all knew he was going to get sent home on this one-on-one because they have had yep. no screen time together they don't really have yep. much chemistry so mm-hmm. i wasn't shocked when she said goodbye to blake yeah he I was, was ha- he was more of a player and he was more of a player with claire Although yeah. nobody was a player with Claire other than Dale. Exactly. I was, however, more shocked when she sent Riley home. Um, yeah. Uh, so I wasn't, I wasn't as shocked with that one because, you know, while they have been connecting a little bit and, you know, I, I so with Riley, I always kind of took it as he was doing a little bit more of the work than she was. Mm-hmm. Like she was getting him to open up and like tell her these things, but I, I never really got the vibe from her that she was like romantically like they were kissing here and there, but like, you know, like with the other guys specifically, like with Zach and Brendan and, um, and Ben, you know, I, I didn't really get that with Riley. Like that wasn't the vibe that I got from her. Sure. So I guess I wasn't, I was a little bit less surprised by that one. Okay. Makes like, I didn't think he was going to win, but I thought he would at least make it to hometowns. Um, but I, I see what you're saying. I think she, I think she picked her hometowns correctly. I think she okay. picked the best four guys. So she sends Riley home, and 
then Bennett comes back. Uh, Taisha has told him we we saw him in the episode that we didn't talk about. He comes back at the end and he's like, mm-hmm. you know, I love you, yada yada yada. And she's like, whoa, uh, go to your room. And so then she, apparently she leaves him a letter that says, "Come to the rose ceremony." So Bennett walks in. Yeah. Everybody's like, "Yo, what the fuck?" My favorite moment is when he is like tapping. It's gonna be the Zach's. same as my favorite moment. <laughs> yeah, when he's tapping Zach's seat and Zach's like, "Why are you touching me?" Yep. Yeah, he just, Bennett just strolls in so smug, like, you know, classic Bennett. And then he just sits down like he owns the place, places his hand on Zach, who is a good dude. He's a nice guy. <laughs> but even Zach yeah. at that point was just like, dude, get your fucking hand off me, man. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> so freaking funny. Love it. Love it. Um, and then it, Bennett pretty much came back for nothing which was cool. Yeah. Like I was like, what was the point of having like, just send him home there when he can't like the, it was, it was, I don't know. I didn't understand it, but I think, I think she, um, so Bennett came back and then she had her date with Blake and, um, Riley and then the rose ceremony. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So on her date with Blake, it seems like she, she like kind of flipped a switch and she, left that date thinking like, I know exactly how I need to go about today. I know exactly what I need to do. She was saying these things. She sounds so convicted. Um, and so I think that after her date with Blake, it was just like, yeah, whatever, you know, I let Bennett come back, but it's like, I don't really have time to like fuck around with this stuff anymore. I'm going to go ahead and be decisive, make shit happen, get to hometowns and, and just do my thing. Um, that's, that's kind of how it came off to me. Okay. But yeah, like we said, rose ceremony happens by Noah, by Bennett. So we're left with Zach, <clears throat> Ivan, uh, Brendan, and Ben. Those are our final four. Um, Solid final four. It is, it is. So then after that, we have our men tell all for the last half of this episode. Um, we don't have all of the men. Uh, we've got Blake, Noah, Damar, Jason, Riley, Ed, Bennett, Kenny, and Yosef, who wasn't even there during Tasha's part, but they they had to have him on, right? Because he made they wanted to big... bring him back so everybody could talk shit to him. Exactly, um, which is good. Which I I guess they didn't have everybody <clears throat> because COVID. They could have only have so many people, so they thought they brought yeah. the most like um, the people who had like the mo- most screen time and, and made the biggest impact. I guess. Although I do think they should have brought Jason back. Because they just let I, Ed yes. say whatever he wanted to about Chasen. I was singing the Which, same thing. I was like, all right, so we got Ed, but no Chasen? Um, all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I really liked what... Um, I thought it was kind of lame how they just let Ed say whatever he wanted to about Chasen without Chasen being able to, to respond. Mm-hmm. But I do think we got a gem from it. Whatever, when Ed was like, yeah, so, you know, Chasen, he's the three Fs. You know, he's a fraud. He's fake. He's phony. Phony's got a pH, but he's too stupid to know it. Yes, <laughs> Chris, that was great. Chris Harrison just like is over there dying laughing. He's yeah. like, Ed, my guy. <laughs> uh, that's probably the funniest Ed has ever been on this show was mm-hmm. during that uh, Mintel All. I, I, hey, he I, was talking some shit to Yosef too, which I thought yeah, was no, kind of cool. I was like, during the show, like the actual show, I was like, fuck Ed, get him out of here or whatever. But during the Mintel All, I was, I was like, yes. Bring it on. More more Ed. Yep. This is great. More Ed. Give me more Ed. Make him the bachelor. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. Um, um, but yeah. So, and then we had the Noah Bennett stuff getting aired out. And Noah, <clears throat> I already didn't like him. And this just made me hate him like 
that much more. He was acting so childish. And then mm-hmm. he like started picking a fight with Kenny for no reason and started talking shit about well, his tattoos. Okay, well, it wasn't didn't for pick no a reason. Fight yes, with, Kenny did say something to him. He didn't pick him. a fight with Kenny for no reason. Yeah. Okay, Kenny did say something to him, but what Kenny said wasn't true, wasn't not the truth. And then mm-hmm. he, he couldn't even, the fact that he couldn't retort, so he had to just resort to like, what are you wearing, man, and those fucking tattoos and yada, yada, yada. Mr. Mr. One Direction Manager with your star tattoos and your camo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was Which, like, I mean, all right. I mean, in, in Noah's defense, Kenny did look pretty lame. <laughs> No, he, but, did. Um, he did. He did. He but, did. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's like, like the one big thing that Noah did to cause all that drama, the thing where he was like, yeah, you know, it, pretty much everyone in the house thinks you only gave me that rose, like to stir the pot and things like that. Like he mm-hmm. completely made that up. He had fucked mm-hmm. up a whole night. A few guys mm-hmm. got sent home because of it, because they got cheated out of time. Like that was very mm-hmm. lame and there is no way f- he can defend himself for it. So mm-hmm. it was, it was funny to watch and see what he was going to say. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. Bennett's just sitting there like, I cannot believe I'm still fucking dealing with this kid. <laughs> right. But it, and also, I think he just proved like Bennett's point about him being deficient in like the, I like, he was Bennett's like, direction. actually, I was being a nice guy because you were deficient in all four. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually being a nice guy by that. <laughs> um, also, I didn't mention this, but I like how they brought Damar back, who had like zero screen time during the show. Yep. But then when he yep. came here, he was like, "All right, I'm gonna make this count," because he was just like chirping off about like everything. Yeah, yeah, he said a couple things, which was a couple things more than he said, you know, during the season. So that was interesting. Yeah, I was, I don't even know. They should have traded. Honestly, they should have traded him out for Chasen. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Um. I, I did like I did like how literally everyone on the show or on the Mentel All, including Chris Harrison, had a bone to pick with Yosef. Like that, they were all mm-hmm. talking shit to Yosef, and he he that guy is such a shithead. He's such a douchebag. Yeah. He literally cannot have he cannot have a moment of self reflection. He literally nothing he did in that episode was remotely wrong to him, right. even though he handled himself like a buffoon, uh, embarrassed himself on national TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, made himself look bad in front of his daughter and gave her a very bad example to follow. Yeah. And then he has the balls to be like, yeah, I would hope that if my daughter did something like that, that she'd get called out for it. Yes. Like, when he dude, said that, I was like, are you ki- fucking are you kidding, kidding me? Like how, how unself-aware can you be? Literally, you have zero idea of the way that you present yourself to the world. Yeah. And then we got Chris Harrison being the hero. Like, look, man, I never do this, but I got to ask you, like, do you liter- do you seriously somehow have no regrets from that? Like, do you think that everything that you did was just fine? Right. And then we got Yosef like, yeah, you know, everybody's got all their opinions, you know, and I've got my own opinion. I'm going to stand by it. Um, and Chris Harrison like, look, dude, I just got to tell you, that was a bad look. Like, it was. <laughs> like, yeah. what would you do if someone talked to your daughter that way? <laughs> yeah, no. He, Yosef's the lost worst. cause. That guy's the worst. Yeah, I'm. I'm surprised Chris Harrison wasn't just like, "All right, buddy. Well, I tried. Now get. We'll just go. <laughs> now go on and get the get. fuck out. Get the fuck out of here. Don't let the door hit you in the, on the snatch on the way out." Jason, I really liked Jason here. I, I mean, I always liked Jason, but he was still he's still a good guy. Um, which one was Jason? Jason was the one who he was like really in love with Claire. He's like, I'll stay for Tasha. Oh, then yeah, he realizes yeah. later, he's like, nah, I can't yeah. stay. Yeah. He was the one who was just like, 
shut the fuck up, Yosef. Yeah. And that was the only, because yeah. Yosef just kept talking, kept talking, blah, 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 blah. And he would put his hand out. One point, Riley tried to speak up, and I was really looking forward to what Riley was going to say to him. And he puts his hand out. He's like, no, no, mm-hmm. one minute, man. Like, don't talk yet. And then Riley doesn't talk. Yeah. And then, and then finally, we have Jason. Uh, Yosef tries to talk over him, and he just goes, shut the fuck up, Yosef. Yes, that was that was <laughs> like one of the highlights of the night for me. And it and Yosef shut up. <laughs> he did. And then and then Jason continued to to tell him what was what and why he was wrong. But it it was and you like know Jason's going to stick up for deaf players. Ears. Yeah, yeah, of course. Deaf, the deafest ears. Um, it what a what a stark contrast between Jason and Yosef. Jason, a good guy who likes Claire, knows how to respect a woman, knows how to open up, do the right thing. And then we have Yosef, who literally just is a villain and is just a terrible person. Yeah. Um, but then Tasha comes out, and this is where I started to fall asleep. So you can mm-hmm. you can you can take the lead here. Yeah. So I actually, honestly, like Tasha, I think may be the best. Depending on how the season goes down at the end, mm-hmm. she may be the best mm-hmm. bachelorette in history because she's just so she's so like she carries herself so well. She's you know, she handles everything so well. She showed up to the, the mentel all and her main thing, I just watched her. She just like kind of gazed around at her guys like, wow, like I like these guys still. Like these are still great guys. And she was just like, mm-hmm. look, it's so good to see all you guys. Like, thank you for doing this with me. You know, this was, this was great. You all were great. You know, just like, thanks for being here. And it's great to see y'all. And I think she actually meant it because she's just like that. Um, yeah. But it was, they actually, um, they gave Riley... Uh, the spotlight for a little bit. They let him come up on the couch and sit next to Tasha and like hold hands with her. And he basically was just like, look, you know, um, you, you like taught me how to open up. You taught me how to like see another side of things, another side of myself and, and all that. And, you know, I just wanted to, to say thank you and let you know, you know, if, if anybody is ever, you know, treating you wrong or, or whatever, like I'm always going to be here. So he had a nice little nice. moment, but but overall, once she showed up, it was it was fairly uneventful. Gotcha. Good guy, Riley. And yeah. I did wake up Riley. for the bloopers. I saw some of the bloopers. They were all right. Fuck yeah, me. they played like 30 seconds of Blake bloopers. Blake had a boner. Blake had a raging yeah. boner. Apparently, he was the sex guy, but we I feel like we didn't really like see much of that other than the dick that he made out of clay and then his own penis in the most recent episode. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Good times. Mm-hmm. All right. Now to this most recent episode, let's blaze through these hometowns. So up okay. first we had Brendan and uh, Brendan's relatives were his older brother and his sister-in-law and his niece. Now they, they, he kept saying my little niece, my little niece. I was thinking this is going to be like a five or six year old girl. She girl comes out, she's like, girl. Yeah. She was like 13. Like I was like, Oh, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> like, and she's like running like a kid and Tasha's like, Oh my God, running toward her. Like she's some little baby running up. <laughs> yeah. You know who she looked like to me though? Who's that? Little, little lady, Liana Mormont from game of Thrones. You know what? I can see it. Yeah. Yeah. When I saw that, I was yeah. like, Oh, she kind of looks like that actress, but yeah. yeah. So Brendan sets up like a little carnival thing. They have fun. They shoot around, win some animals, uh, Aaliyah and um, Brendan have a, a little handshake that they do. Um, I don't think I'm trying to read through this uh, recap real quick. I don't think his family asked any like hard hitting questions or anything. 
No, I not think really. It was, I think it was kind of uneventful, honestly. It was. It was. Yeah. I mean, most of these uh, hometowns were very straightforward. I mean, yeah. Well, pretty much all of them were. Yeah. One person, I remember one person asking one tough question, but we'll get there. Mm-hmm. Next up, we had Zach. Um, so Zach's mom and his dad and his brother were there, and he did a whole little New York trip. I thought that was kind of cute, I guess. Um, they get the Can text. we talk about how much this man was sweating? They all were, though. I know, like, right. All, it must have been a hot day that day or something. Well, I mean, we've seen we've seen for weeks these guys' shirts just drenched as they're on these dates. Yeah. Um, but their faces were like soaked dr- this episode. Literally drops drops coming off of their forehead. At one point you could see Zach like turn to the side and you could see a drop like from his profile just like come out into the space in front of him. Um, yeah, no. It was yeah, that it was man wild. was Yeah, that man was sweating profusely and um I think he made a good move at one point whenever they jumped in the the fountain cuz that was mm-hmm. probably that was probably like premeditated by Zach. I mean, let's just improv oh, a shower. Sure was. Let's just improv yeah. a shower here and I'll get her on my level. She'll be wet. I'll be wet. <laughs> God, I feel for those guys. I would be, I'd be dying out there. I'm a sweaty bastard. Yeah. Um, what up sweaty? Um, yeah. So, uh, his dad asks like, um, or he doesn't ask. He says how like happy Zach is and, and, and stuff like that because of Tasha. Yeah, his parents are just his parents. They don't you know they're not interested in grilling Tasha or anything like that. They're just happy to see their boy smiling. They keep talking about how much he's smiling. Yeah. At one point, Zach even mentions I'm smiling. Um, yeah, exactly. The the brother did ask the the one kind of tough question where he was like, so like where are you with Zach in comparison to everybody else? And she was like, well, I like Zach a lot. I'm falling in yeah. love with him. I could see him being my husband. And then he pauses and goes, but you didn't answer, my but question. you didn't answer the question. <laughs> and then her face is just right. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. But other, other than yeah. that, there weren't really any like hard hitting questions. <clears throat> yeah. But his, so then, his parents, um, I liked, I liked Zach's parents a lot. I thought they were some solid, solid hometown parents. Yeah. They seemed, seemed really and good. And his mom was very boned up for Chris Harrison. Yes, we saw in the like after the credits thing where she was like, I thought I was going to meet Chris Harrison. And then he like mm-hmm. comes in. He's like, hey, and I'm glad she got her wish. Yep. Uh, so date number three, we had Ivan and Ivan's mom and his dad, Clarence, were there. Um, and so they first like they're making lumpia, which lumpia you've had. Have you had lumpia? I have. Fucking delicious. I love lumpia. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I mean, Leo's half Puerto Rican, or sorry, half Filipino. So. I was about to say, what's that going to do? I, with I don't, yeah, that was that was a bit of a, a brain brain burp. Um, yeah, Filipino. So I've been exposed to it. That's what's up. Yeah, no, our our friend uh, Keisha, she's Filipino, and whenever I can like con her into making me lumpia, I will because I fucking love it. It's delicious. Um, mm-hmm. But yes, so they make lumpia. His niece sends a video with like the recipe. They follow the recipe. They cook it. It tastes like shit, but it's cute. They're like dancing, mm-hmm. yada, yada, yada. Um, Did they say that then, it tasted bad? I forget. Yeah, like she like feeds it to him and he's like, oh, and she goes, it's not good. And he goes, oh, oh, oh. and then they like <laughs> laugh about it and blah, blah, blah. Yikes. But, oh, well, at um, least yeah, it was I, fun. It was probably because they were following the recipe <clears throat> made by a five-year-old um uh okay so he said that she was like a world-renowned chef so i don't get it he did say that he did say that that is my like so what gives 
My bad. My bad. My bad. I take it back. You're a great chef, Kalani. Mm-hmm. Um. So then, uh, they meet the parents and Ivan's mom. She says like, "I'm still a skeptic." Yada yada yada. Which like, you should be like, she's like, like she says like, everything happened so fast and all this other stuff. But, but she I trusts did, like, Ivan. Yes. But I did like his dad. His dad seemed very wise when he was talking to Tasha. Like he wasn't like trying to intimidate her or be like an asshole no. or anything. He was just like, he, yeah. So like, what did you learn from your previous marriage? He's like, because yeah, I was married uh, once before too. A solid question, a relevant question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and then he, you know, he had a conversation conversation with Tasha, and then he was pretty much sold on her. Like, yeah, I I see them as a good match. You know, I won't really say much mm-hmm. more than that. Because I don't want to yeah. get ahead of myself or anything, but sure. I like yeah. Tasha. I can see them together. Which I mean, what more can mm-hmm. you can you really expect from parents? Right. And then they had those cutaway um, interviews where Ivan was like, he said it like five times, like I wish my brother was here. And after like time number two, I'm like, I bet his brother is gonna surprise him because like, oh, yeah. they wouldn't have yeah. kept mentioning it. Yep. Um, and what do you know? His brother is there. And this motherfucker, these two brothers could not be any more different. No, they couldn't. Um, they couldn't. No, seeing that guy walk in with his teardrop tattoos. Um, I mean, you, you can tell he's been to jail. Right. You can tell he's had a completely different right. go of it than Ivan. Um, Which is yeah, interesting I mean, to me. Yeah, it's interesting to me too. Um, but they, you know, they've got a cool, Especially, strong connection. Sure. Yeah. Especially since Ivan's like, you know, I love mom and dad, but like you're my biggest influence. And this might sound jokey and and maybe I mean it in a lighthearted kind of joke way. But like, are you is he your biggest influence because he like taught you what not to do or because, you you know, he ended up in jail and you're an aeronautical space engineer. Right. (laughs) I mean, I, I think it's safe to say that that's pretty much the gist of it. Right. But I mean, he seems like he did his time. He seems like remorseful and um reflective and he he seems like he's trying to get his life back on track yada 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 good for him yeah um but then he's like talking to Tasha about him and he's just like he seems just like really excited that ivan like looks up to him so much and so i thought that was kind of sweet right right yeah yeah and you can tell he appreciates the connection that ivan has with his daughter and all that Mm -hmm. good stuff i mean there's just a solid connection between that family yep um, and then our last date, we have Ben. God. We got Ben's sister, Madeline, and a family friend named Antonia. So Ben apparently is who Antonia apparently is a like famous chef. Oh, is she? Yeah, I watched a breakdown, and, and the dude doing the breakdown pointed that out. I did not know that. Yeah. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Just uh, a just a detail. No, you know, it's a nice little tidbit. So Ben is from in- Indiana, but he feels most at home in Venice Beach. So that's where his like hometown date was like centered around. So they like rollerblade around. Yep. They get like characters made. They go fucking shopping and then they sit by the pool and pretend it's the beach. Um, yeah. What, then, um, what would he even have done if he wanted to stick with Indiana? Like, what do you what what is in is Indiana? That, is that like, what's corn? Hmm? Are they the corn huskers? No, that's Nebraska. Oh well, fuck me. So, <laughs> Hoosers. That's corn. what they are. Hoosers. Hoosers. Right. You can't. You can't bring corn. You can't bring cheese. Um. I don't like what. I no, don't. Venice I don't know Beach shit about was a good switch for him. Yeah, I think so too. Um, and then you know we get to we get to his like family setting, and uh, it's all about talking about how he has walls up and how mm-hmm. he's got these like boundaries and how he's guarded. 
That was like the whole date, I feel like. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but then I think it's when he's talking to Antonia and she's the one that helps him come to the realization that he is in, in love, love with her. Tasha, yeah. Yeah. She tells um, him straight up, she's like, no, 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 you're in love with her, buddy. <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah, damn, maybe. <laughs> and I, I, and no, then, not maybe, yes, you're in love. She, like, grabs him by the neck. She's like, you're in love with her. Right. <laughs> or her. And then right. he, um, he has his... Yes, his big shot to uh, to tell her, right? And he doesn't, <laughs> and you can tell dude, that she's was... like waiting for it, right? She's one hundred percent waiting for it, dude. That was that was maybe the cringiest moment of the Bachelor, the Bachelorette, like of anything I've seen on these shows. That was maybe the cringiest moment, um, mm-hmm. because it's like, okay, first of all, you this is a grown man who cannot string a sentence together not a single one literally cannot cannot find a sentence cannot form a sentence cannot Mm -hmm. express a sentence cannot put two words next to each other and say them um and i felt like this was his to lose like i felt like he was the front runner if i had to put money on somebody going into hometowns yeah it would have been ben Mm -hmm. um and it literally he only had to say three words i love you (laughs) i love you you and he was just i uh i um i just uh i don't know i mean god i um i just uh uh, i don't know and then she's okay i think we should probably call it a night right and god man you hate to see it you really do because i thought i thought the final two were gonna be zach c and ben that was my final two pick me too me too yeah, and then, and then, I don't, I don't know, man. It's, it was like so hard to watch. It's like this guy, like what's going on with this guy where he cannot, like he doesn't deserve to be here if he literally can't sit there and say a sentence to the Bachelorette. Like you're supposed to, you, you just found out, you just decided you were in love with her. Mm-hmm. You know, you guys have a strong connection. You guys have a real connection. She's throwing you a bone. She's just giving you an easy opportunity just to. Tell her literally, even if you don't want to say you're in love with her, she just wants to hear some sort of emotion, some sort of feelings that are inside of you. She even asked him straight up at the beginning, how are you feeling? And it took him like 30 seconds to be like, "Um, well, I feel good. (laughs) That was it. It's like, dude, like you, you don't deserve it if you can't, if you can't even get it together, like in such a, in such a, a simple kind of format as, as you were placed in there, like. You don't deserve right. to be here, dude. And, like you deserve to be in that car leaving. Unfortunately. And obviously we've hinted at this at the rose ceremony. He does not get a rose. He's the only one who doesn't get a rose. And then she's like, can I walk you out? And she's trying she to give, him, to give like him another, another shot. opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. And he's yeah, still and just he, nothing. Literally. Like I can't, I can't imagine somebody who could fumble the bag as hard as Ben did. Literally. Like I said, I, I thought that this was his to lose and he completely botched it twice not not just once but twice yeah i was even thinking like look if ben gets his shit together she didn't pick him and it was the right choice obviously in the moment she didn't pick him but she very clearly wanted to give him an opportunity to open up to tell her those feelings to like at least give her something and i wouldn't have been surprised if he totally just pulled out all the stops and was like look i'm sorry i was i was fucking around last night i'm sorry i dropped the ball i'm in love with you like, I cannot leave this place right now. I can't leave you without telling you that. 
Like, I wouldn't have been surprised if she would have been like, okay, maybe I need to rethink this. Um, but she gave him two opportunities to fumble the bag, and he fumbled the bag twice. It was even worse the second time, too, Crazy. I think. Because yeah. he, yeah, he kept saying over and over and over and over again, like, it sucks, but I'm going to be all right. It's like, dude, that's not what she's, that's right. not what she wants to hear from you. Literally, just give her one, yep. just communicate one feeling, just one, just one feeling. That's mm -hmm. it. And then, and she even said <laughs> in her like, talking head, she was like, she was like, I, he, there zero, was no emotion, no sadness, no anger, nothing. Yeah. <clears throat> no. Yeah. And it, it ended up being like, I keep saying, I felt like this was his to lose and he had the best shot of winning. It went from that to, he like kind of hurt her feelings on his way out by literally refusing to even speak words. And then he gets in the right. fucking limo and he's like, well, um, wait, what if, what if maybe she loved me, but like, she doesn't know that I love her. It's like, what are you talking about, bro? That's the exact situation we're in here. <laughs> <laughs> what do you, he gets in the limo. He's like, uh, I don't even, I don't even know what's going on right now. Like, I don't, I don't know. It's like, yeah, we, we know, dude, you, you don't have a good brain for this stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, no. What, what if she loves me, but she doesn't know that I love her? And I completely blew it. What if that was what it is? It's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that's it. <laughs> that That is what it is. That is the scenario um, here, buddy. Um. So, you, <clears throat> yeah, you texted me last night and you asked if I was watching it and I wasn't because I like to watch it on Hulu so I don't have to deal with commercials. And yep. you said that it was a really weird ending and you didn't like it, but you accept it for what it was. Mm -hmm. Were you referring to the Ben stuff? Oh yeah, for sure. I didn't like it because Ben was my guy. I expected a lot more from him. I thought he had been developing and getting to a point where he could open up a little bit because we saw him like make some strides during the season in that regard. But, um, so yeah, I didn't like, I didn't like the way it went down with Ben because I just like wanted more from him, just like Tasha did obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, but I accept it because yeah. He completely dropped the ball. Um, he completely botched everything. Like it's it's on him at the end of the day. So like I accept it. I think I think he sure. is the one that should be going home after this. So what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Next week we got another two nighter, Monday and Tuesday. And I wanna I'm gonna pose a question to you, Clay. Okay. Instead of because if we record like we normally do we would number one miss Monday and then we'd have to wait a whole nother week to talk about the finale. Mm -hmm. What do you say we just record on Wednesday and I'll put it out Wednesday night. And that way we can talk about the, the finale, the two episode finale works for me. Okay. You heard it here guys. So next week, I know this episode's coming out a little late. It doesn't matter. We had a lot of information for you. You still got an episode. Next week's episode is going to come out Wednesday night slash Thursday morning, depending on how long it takes to edit. Um, so bear with us. Um, and we'll talk about the finale of The Bachelorette and the finale of Amanda. It's, it's, it's the episode of finales. Yeah, this is going to be a big one. It is. The finale special. Um, did you have anything else you want? Uh, let, let me ask. Who do you think is going to win? Okay. So where it stands right now, we have Ivan, Zach, and Brendan. I think that mm -hmm. Brendan, Brendan has the third best chance of winning. I think Ivan has the second best chance of winning. I think Zach has the, the best chance. I would agree. 
Yeah. The only thing I, I, that's I do I do think that Ivan and Zach may be interchangeable, but it all depends on how this next uh, episode goes, like how these guys do before this final rose ceremony and things like that. But I'm going with Zach. I I agree with you, but and we do see some drama going down, which it looks like it involves Zach. But I know how these fucking ABC producers are always yep. fucking editing shit to make it look like it's not. So I'm still gonna keep like that made me question Zach a little bit, but I'm I think I'm still holding strong on the Zach C wins. Yeah, we got we got the bait and switch. It looks like she definitely has some has some things that she's questioning, that she's you know not sure about. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility for Ben to come back and like pour his heart out to her, but you never know. Yeah, no, we, we see it happen time and time again. So yeah, that is, that is, and it's also, yeah. And it's also like, you know, they, they're on this, they're at this resort and they're like isolated and things like that. So I, I think it like Bennett, you know, he just never left, you know, he stuck around for like another day or two or whatever, (laughs) right. So that he didn't have to leave and then try to come back and, you know, obviously you can't leave and come back, you know, so Ben might still be hanging around yeah. somewhere. You never know. And that maybe ties into what am I supposed to do with that? If he just poured his heart out, because we, we've heard that line a couple of times. And I never so knew where it was. Like I thought it was going to be Zach C confessing something. But if Ben comes back and, and pours his heart out, I think that could possibly be what that line's about. That's yeah, that's the question um, from the preview that made me start thinking about Ben. Gotcha. Okay. I like it. I like your theories. Anything else? No, that's that's pretty much where I'm at. Awesome. Awesome. Wow, guys, we got through it. That was a super jam-packed episode. We had a lot of Disney, Marvel, Star Wars news. We had Mando. We had three episodes of The Bachelorette. So thank you for sticking with us. And if you've made it this far, I've just got one more favor. Please give us a review. Give us five stars. Share us with your friends. Help spread the news. And then we'll come up with a name for all our fans because we can't call you the believers or the culturists or the whatever we said at the beginning of the episode. I don't know. It's two hours ago. My brain is fried. But leave mm-hmm. a review. Leave a comment. Share with somebody. Spread the news. Send us an email at masters.cultureverse at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at masters.cultureverse. Send us an announcement, a shout, email. Say hi, bye, fuck you. I don't care. I'll read it on the internet. I don't care. I'll read it on the internet. I'll read it on the air. I'll read it on the air and the internet because we're on YouTube. Hi, YouTube. Just search Masters of the Cultureverse. We're the only ones there. What's up? So... I'm Caleb, that's Clay, we're the Masters of the Cultureverse, and you're going to be named later. Bye!